What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another pay-per-view point edition of the Smartout Moment Smack Talk Podcast. We're continuing on with our talk from before. We already went over NXT TakeOver Phoenix, and we're going to continue on here with the 2019 Royal Rumble predictions. And who is we? Well, three of the same people from the last time and one other one, but let's go over that list again. I am your host, as always, Tony Mango. Joining me, as always, are the usual suspects. We've got Robert D. Felice. Hello. And Callum Wiggins. Will never be royal. I don't know the reference, but okay. <laughs> that's, that's a Lord song. Lord song, yeah, Lord. Never heard of Lord, Tony? Give it the times, Granddad. I've heard about Sorry. Randy Marsh. Queen Bee. <laughs> <laughs> I am Lord. Also joining us on the line for the first time this year, Drew White. Now, now listen, for anyone who was thinking that the, my, my shit takes were going to change in 2019, I, I, I can assure you... That doesn't change. However, what what hasn't changed as well is my undying love for WWE. So, <laughs> <it's all that>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, listen, listen. I, someone here has to come on the show and save it. You guys have been shitting on it too much, too much, too much love for AEW. Uh, I mean, no offense, guys. It's gonna fall through. It usually does. All these non WWE American promo promotions they never last. So, uh, we got. I'm just trying to steer back on course you know? <laughs> well at the very least one thing we can all agree on royal rumble is one of the most fun entertaining things of the year i consider it the second biggest pay-per-view of the year i know SummerSlam is kind of supposed to be the de facto number two but royal rumble to me is my favorite part of usually like a solid chunk of the year just because that one match now two of them is so fucking entertaining and we're, of course, going to break down a lot of things when it comes to those two matches in particular. And before we get to that, though, we're going to knock everything else out in advance because those are the main events. You're going to have to wait a little bit. We're going to start off with the pre-show. Two matches are on the pre-show, at least right now. They might add another one or two, depending on the scenario, but I don't think that they will. One of them being, of course, the Cruiserweight Championship match because you can't give those guys a match that's not on the pre-show, right? Apparently, you can't even give them the updated graphics on the website because that's still not the case, which is insane to me that they just purposely ignore these people all that time but what we're getting here for those who don't follow 205 live is a fatal four-way it's going to be the uh champion himself buddy murphy is going to defend against kalisto akira tozawa and hideo Watami. and we got to those names through a couple of number one contenders matches which i actually didn't predict ahead of time i had thought that it was going to be some different scenarios and I was wrong. So since I'm already wrong about that, that kind of makes me a little bit sort of like, oh, maybe I'm going to be wrong about something else. However, I'm still kind of kind of stick to my guns. Buddy Murphy retains the title here. And the main reason why is because I don't think that the other three are strong enough contenders to actually hold that title into WrestleMania season, especially not transitioning over to uh, like Hideo Itami. That's just another heel. So... I'm going Buddy Murphy. I think the match will be good, but ultimately, I don't think a lot of people will watch it, and I don't think it'll really matter all that much either. What are you guys thinking? 
I'm going to disagree with you right off the bat. I'm going with Hideo Itami. I think. Yeah, actually, I agree with Robert as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice prize for somebody who deserves a lot more than he had been given. And I think this will be his night. And he doesn't have to beat Buddy Murphy so you don't lose any heat on Buddy. And I think it'll be it's Hideo's time. Yeah, I agree with that. Also, uh, with with the way that we has been talking about him and like Daniel Bryan's also former encounters outside of WWE, usually I, I find stuff like that interesting. And I've noticed over the years that when they start talk about people's outside work when it comes, to, they usually tend to win a lot of these matches. Uh, no scientific data backs that up, of course. That's just an, what I think. So I'm going to go with Hideo as well. I'm I'm very hesitant to. Well, to I I don't enjoy it when you end the significant title reign like Buddy Murphy has had. Not that he's been the most notable, but he's held it for quite a considerable amount of time. He beat a champion that had been undefeated for months at a time, for them to lose it in a fatal four-way match. It just smacks a little bit of an easy cop out rather than a meaningful match. Can I make I, a counter argument to that? You can. Would it would it make it any different if he held it into WrestleMania and he lost it in another fatal four away match then? No. I think that you need to start building up a reputation. If the you want to make the title meaningful, it should be defended in quite meaningful matches. If it was a fatal four way where all the challenges been built up quite a considerable amount, then I'd be fine with it. But this has been I don't want to say thrown together, but it's three people that don't have a lot of steam behind them. Mm-hmm. And they don't have a huge amount of reputation. If it was two of them that, and one they were trying to build up, and you throw a Cedric Alexander in there, then yeah, Cedric's been in the title picture too much. But at least that's a, a standout name who's been in the cruiserweight division for a while and been a top guy in it. I, I disagree He's, with that. I, I mean, I think Adeo and Kaliso are both big enough names. I think people know Kaliso as well for being a two-time United States champion. I think. So I, I don't agree with that necessarily, that this would be a throwaway loss if he lost it to either Hideo or Kalisto, for that matter. Well, Tozawa is a former Cruiserweight champion, so is Kalisto. Oh, yeah. But I mean that, at the same well. time, I do feel like this was kind of thrown together at the last minute. And if they were to transition over to Hideo Itami, I don't know if I'd really buy into the idea that he would steal any kind of show at WrestleMania. Buddy Murphy, at the very least, they did give him that spotlight at Super Showdown. And even though that was, you know... The location played into that factor. They seem to like him quite a bit. And I think that that might carry him into WrestleMania, even just by itself, just that they like him enough that they would want him to go into Mania as a champion. And maybe Hideo Itami does win that title soon. Maybe he wins it, like, I don't know. Uh, Actually, they haven't announced most of the pay-per-views that are coming up this year yet. That's really strange. But whatever happens at, like, WrestleMania, maybe Buddy Murphy retains the title then and then loses it to Hideo Tommy afterward, or you know, goes to babyface and then that babyface gets beaten by Tommy. I think that that's more so likely. Then again, I thought it was going to be Cedric Alexander and Drew Gulak and whatever, so fuck I know. <laughs> I don't think we're getting a title change on the pre-show, though. At the very least, I'll say that. So, I got Two people for uh, Hitami, uh, Hitami, yeah. uh, Hideo Itami, and <laughs> me for Buddy Murphy. So, Callum, are you going with Murphy staying, or do you think that it's going to be Tuzawa or Kalisto? I'll go with Buddy Murphy. It's the easy answer, I think. So we got a two and two going on for that one. Another championship match is on the pre-show. The United States title is on the line. 
if you aren't aware of that, I don't blame you because they've given zero uh, effort into building this thing up. It's Rusev defending against Shinsuke Nakamura. And you might be thinking, when the fuck did Shinsuke Nakamura lose the title? Well, that's basically because ever since Shinsuke Nakamura won the United States title, he has been taking that and doing nothing with it. They have not done anything with Shinsuke Nakamura. They haven't done anything with the United States title. And they randomly threw this Rusev thing together at the last minute in 2018. And then they decided to not do anything to capitalize on that and threw this on the pre-show. So this is as much of a throwaway match as you could possibly get. Clearly, they do not have any investment in the United States title picture right now. And the fact that they haven't done anything with these guys since Rusev won that title just means to me that Rusev's keeping it. Because if they would have wanted this to go somewhere, they would have, you know, put at least one episode of SmackDown's worth of time into it. Well, yeah, that's pretty much guys. Yeah, I mean. I think the Rusev thing came maybe six months to even a year too late. Yep. I think it's a damn shame how far Shinsuke has fallen from winning the Rumble last year to being on the pre-show for the United States title list here. And while I think it'll be good, their matches don't, they don't thrill me. So, you know, it'll be a pre-show match and It'll be fine, and I'm sure Rusev is still the champion for the end of the night. Yeah, I think Rusev will end up being the champion at the end of the night as well. It's kind of unfortunate that these two aren't a pre-show match, especially just for the United States title. Uh, so I, I don't know what much of my eye. They don't really showcase these two, and for that, I'm not going to give them much time. But I do think Rusev is going to end up winning. It should be a good match. There's two positives in this. So let's move on to what the main card's going to consist of here, starting off with... You don't want to know my prediction. I thought you already said it. (laughs) No, I told you. We're going to just keep moving. (laughs) Well, Rooster's going to win, obviously. So I was just going to add the fact that I I assume that one of the spots in the match is that Lana's going to hit Nakamura in the testicles. But that's about it, really. (laughs) They they seem to really like testicle spots lately. Yeah. Where's the connection between Lana and that? Is that there's something well, I'm missing. Because well, Nakamura took him out. Nakamura took, took her out. On, took her out. Sorry, should I say when they were doing that brawl in one of the episodes, Matt? Then they were both actually on. That's right. Totally forgot that that was like the whole thing. For I'm this. here for the continuity, Tony. Yeah. Well, goes to show how little this sucks, or how more much this sucks. But I hate when they do those spots where it's like, oh, Lana's made of glass, and a little, you know, shove has completely knocked her out. It's like. Yeah, I see you winning the Royal Rumble, lady. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, you know, interference in matches. Somebody can interfere and punch somebody, and then that leads into a finish. And then if you're in a no-DQ match, you can get hit 16 times in the face with a chair and still kick out. So, Or like when the wrestlers are special referees, and they take the bumps, and just because they're the referee, they're out forever. Yeah, you put on that shirt, and it's <laughs> like, that immediately weakens you 20 times the amount of what it should. So then you you get a glass jaw on that. So let's move over to the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The bar is going to be defending against The Miz and Shane McMahon. This all comes about from the World Cup where Shane McMahon picked up at the last minute and decided to win that and declare himself the best ever. And The Miz capitalized off of that and said, we're co-best ever. 
And then, yeah, that's somehow turned into a story about how the Mrs. Dad doesn't like him. I'm assuming that Kofi's the favorite son. For anybody who follows that old joke. <laughs> Kofi was always the favorite son. The Miz is always the stepson. And nothing well, will ever you, change that. When you have an athletic, charismatic son like Kofi, you really need the Miz. Look, people, people that year, haven't followed Smack Talk for years are so fucking confused right now. Look, unlike the Miz, the Miz doesn't entertain us yearly. At least we're guaranteed once a year with Kofi Kingston that he does something cool during the Rumble match. Once a year, at least. That's why he's the favorite son. So this is a weird feud. I mean, the idea behind like the Miz saying, I mean, "My dad's never really supported me," yet the Miz has been a part of things where, he, I mean, uh, Mrs. Dad has been a part of things where he's like, "Yeah," and it's like his dad's been ringside, and there's you know Miz and Mrs. and all that. It's Didn't strange. His dad get beaten up before? Uh, he might have. No, that's Cena's dad. Am I thinking? Yeah, yeah okay. Cena's dad. That's John right. Cena's dad. Yeah, same guy too. Maybe they're all adopted. <laughs> Maybe 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 that guy is just everyone's dad. He is. In WWE. Metaphorically, at least. In a spiritual sense, he's everyone's dad. Uh, or well, what was it that he wanted to be called? It was like Papa Giorgio or something. Uh, this is a weird enough way to start off a tag team championship run, but I think it's happening. I think the Miz and Shane McMahon are winning the titles. I'm going to go the safe route here and say Miz... Swerves Shane. It was all a fucking setup. Miz and Shane at WrestleMania. Let's just not have them win the tag that, titles, please. That's an easy setup. I thought them winning the tag team titles would be the easiest setup for inevitably that match. Yeah, I thought it would be more of a case if they win the titles here, they lose them at the next pay per view due to some one of the people's mistakes, and then they build the feud off that. It would. I think it would be even better instead of them losing the titles at some point. Like one, they one of them proactively tries to lose the titles during matches, but they just somehow still have the titles at Mania. I think that'd be interesting, because truthfully, you have two tag team titles. Uh, and if you don't give a shit about the tag team divisions, uh, I don't have an issue with them wasting one of the tag team titles like this. Well, let's put it this way: the SmackDown tag title situation is the Bar, the Usos, Sanity. The Bludgeon Brothers are set to return pretty soon. The New Day, quote-unquote the Colognes, quote-unquote the Good Brothers, and the Miss Shane McMahon. Maybe Heavy Machinery gets pulled into the mix there, too, but maybe not. They might. They kind of seem like they're going a little bit more towards Monday Night Raw. Um, then again, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, so maybe that defeats the purpose, and maybe Heavy Machinery does go over to there. But if you get something other than... The bar, the USOs, and like just throwing them all together in the same match together, then I think that it ends up being Shane and Miz holding those titles because that's the only way that WWE would really care about what to do with those SmackDown tag titles. Otherwise, they are just getting some clusterfuck five team type ladder match or something. At that point, throw it on the pre show, nobody cares. But if you go, uh, go with Miz and Shane McMahon, and suddenly that becomes this like somewhat featured type match. And really, the Miz and Shane McMahon in a singles match together, it's not going to be the most prolific thing in the world. So I'm actually kind of thinking that what we get here, they've been working towards this idea of the Miz as a babyface. And with Miz and Mrs. being out, first off, actually, talk about Miz and Mrs. That's on USA. USA and Fox are not 
owned by the same company. So it's not like when SmackDown was on sci-fi. There's not going to be as much of a crossover. And I think that having The Miz on SmackDown at the end of the year or past, you know, once we get over to the Fox situation, they're not going to want that to be the case because they're not going to want him to promote Miz and Mrs. on the E! Network and USA and all that other kind of stuff. I'm thinking The Miz goes to Raw and he goes to Raw as a babyface just for something different. And we actually don't get The Miz versus Shane McMahon at all. Shane had done this whole thing about wanting to win the tag team championship. I honestly believe it. I think he wants to be in a tag team championship match at WrestleMania. Hmm. Well, I hope that it's a good team and that maybe Daniel Bryan factors into it if that's the case, but I can't I can't see this being anything but a setup for a WrestleMania singles match until I see it. So bottom line, push uh not push, but um prediction wise what are you going with, Rob? You're going with they don't win the titles here or they win it and they lose it later? I'm going with they don't win the titles here, the bar keeps it, and Miz turns on Jane. Callum, what's your pick? Uh in this this team of people with daddy issues, I assume they'll they'll band together in their own unity over the hatred their fathers share for them. And and they'll win the titles to prove their daddies wrong. Drew, who are you going with? I'm going to go with Team Daddy Issues um, as someone with uh, a Daddy Issues myself. I can relate to them. Um, So I'm going to go with – I didn't think about that before now. So uh, Team Daddy Issues. Uh, If if they don't break the record for the longest tag team title reigns in all of wrestling history, uh, (laughs) I don't know what's the meaning of life. You know, you think there's an episode of Miz and Mrs. that we haven't seen yet where Miz's dad says – I can't wait to watch you get one last fucking beating. He <laughs> <laughs> waits just like, you know, he's sitting there doing the talking head and he's like, I'm going to be meeting later on with Maurice and we're going to be talking about some new cribs that we were going to buy for our kid. And then it's just in the background, Mrs. Dad walks by and he's like, you're a fucking disappointment. And then leaves and that's it. And he's like, dad, better. not again. It'd be better if Mrs. Dad actually like loved the Miz and the Miz like disowned his father and claimed Maurice's <laughs> dad as his dad, and then Kofi, and then we have a WrestleMania match between Kofi Kingston and the Miz. I honestly think that's gonna be when Miz turns part of what he says. He's like, "I love my dad. My dad loves me. Have you not seen my reality show? <laughs> We're not like you guys. You and your dad have been fighting each other for years. What the fuck is your problem?" <laughs> and then he goes, "But I will admit, my dad likes Stephanie McMahon more than me too. So I understand where." He... <laughs> uh, how long before they dub this team Team Miz Man? I was thinking about that while you were talking. Setting it up. Yeah. That's probably what's going to be on Shane's jersey. You know, that's actually really disgusting, and I might not watch SmackDown because of that. (laughs) Or Mick Miz or something. Oh, God, that's even worse. Both of those are disgusting. If you listen, if I I see any of you with any WWE merchandise with that, I will find you and beat you with (laughs) Sting's bat. Well, McMiz sounds less like a WWE thing and more like a McDonald's thing. Like, yo, did you try the new McMiz? What about Mizo Mac? Uh, I can handle that. That's okay. Yeah, Mizo Mac. 
I don't like any of these, but fuck it, you know. WWE's gonna fuck this up, and they're gonna only name it. They're gonna make it only one word long because too many syllables. People in focus groups don't like that. Oh, I've got it. I got the perfect tag team there for them. Andrade. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's so stupid. Let's move on to the Raw Women's Championship match. Ronda Rousey is defending against Sasha Banks here because she wants to prove that she's good by beating her, which also means she hates her, which also means she loves her, which also means Sasha Banks is a bitch. That's kind of how the feud's going. (laughs) This is really stupid. I really don't care about this match. It's kind of stupid. and I I should care about this more, too. That's the thing. We should should all be, like, super pumped for this. and. Sasha's a paranoid bitch. She really is. Whoa! <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I'm talking about her character. I'm not talking about the real person. Let's just yeah, care yeah, But like, yeah, Ronda Rousey yeah. said in the in the build up to it that she's so she's excited to test herself against someone of Sasha's abilities and and like beat Sasha because like that's what she's going to try and do because she's yeah. a champion, defend the championship. And Sasha says, "Wait, you're going to beat me? Well, what, where, where was this part of the arrangement? It's like well, we're having a match. It's like <laughs> yeah, like oh, yeah, since you, when you, you can beat me? It's like yeah, I'm the champ. It's like well, I'm going to show you because like you've never faced anyone like me before. So okay, uh, I know that's why I'm so excited about this match. Oh yeah, be so excited about this match. Well, I'm going to pull my trunks down in the middle of a match for some reason. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up, but since Callum did. So that was interesting, huh? <laughs> Sexy Superstars Tournament, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing's just so, like... Like, I hope that none of them were responsible for it. I hope that in their mind they don't think that this is a fantastic feud, because it sucks. Ronda does. I bet Ronda... Because Ronda, she, she's clearly writing her own material. <laughs> or at least she's, getting, she's having a big say in the material that she says, because her promos are... I don't know. They're not terrible, but the verbiage is all over the fucking place. That so last like, one was really bad. She uses a lot of really long words and really weird similes and metaphors, and it just like, like, what planet are you from? This Look, is Ultimate she, Warrior in 2018. She's trying to get that John <laughs> Cena pop, man. And uh, well, John Cena cuts like at least. I mean, he John Cena is like the opposite in the sense that all his stuff ends in a poop joke. It can use like big words, but it all ends in a poop joke. Whereas Ronda Rousey's like <laughs> trying to be very serious and like eloquent with what she's saying, it just comes across as weird, really weird. I'm not, no, I'm just picturing that uh, promo she did on Raw where she was stumbling all over her words, and she's like, "Oh yeah, Tasha, she she's because I'm the baddest, uh, the head bitch in the HBI, and if I win, then if she with uh, whatever, and and then just leaves." <laughs> Like, <laughs> Look, not only do uh, does every wrestler need to be every female wrestler need to be a fantastic wrestler and a great athlete, they also have to be smart. They have to be well written, well written, and that's what Ronda's case is. Uh, do you guys remember when they out. had that little stupid catchphrase that they were trying to get over for a while, where it was uh, instead of like strong, sexy, smart, it was something smart, like sexy and powerful. Yeah, and powerful, and it was like, why don't you have strong on, like, that, uh, like, that was so dumb. Uh, that pissed me off so much back in the day. Um, I think, I think we said about this match, it should feel like a bigger deal than it is. Yeah. And this could be a really good match, too. Oh, oh, I have no doubt that, like, it could be an excellent match due to the ability that Ronda's shown in in a short time here, and Sasha's obviously always great when she's got motivation behind her. But, 
it's just that they haven't done anything with Sasha for so long and the outcome is so inevitable that because not only is Ronda Rousey definitely heading into WrestleMania with that championship, but Sasha Banks is definitely heading into a tag team title match at some sometime soon. It's like, oh, well, they're going to have these new women's uh, tag titles come in and Sasha Banks is the Royal Women's Champion, so she can't be involved in the match. It's like, so this whole Bailey-Sasha team thing was for nothing because Bailey will be in the match with Natalia or Ember Moon or something. Well, so, the one thing none of us have said, Sasha's in this match because she's a horsewoman, right? And they're building to that. I'm glad you added women to the end of that. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> uh, and she's she's going to set the stage for Becky and Charlotte or Becky or Charlotte to also have a match with Ronda at WrestleMania. And I assume at some point she's going to be walking down. Maybe it's like getting ready for her entrance and either Becky or Charlotte or both look at her and just kind of flash the fingers. Like, yeah, you better get this bitch. And they're going to flash the stone cold fingers. No, not those fingers. How weird is this, though, if this is the case? Assuming we get that triple threat at Mania. She'll have fought Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky, but not Bailey. Yeah, she can't catch a break. Someone should give her a hug. No, 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 no. Listen, they're saving Bailey. <laughs> She's got a whole cup for Bailey. You, you, it's, it's not the same. Yeah, Bailey I, I is on another that. level. I love that. She they, she beats Sasha tonight. She beats both uh, Becky and Charlotte at WrestleMania, and then she loses the night after and Raw to Bailey. And <laughs> <Just laughs> a roll up or something. Look, honestly, would that not be surprising? They're, Bailey is the ultimate face. They have to do it. And th- that's the best way to capitalize it. And not even like a good match tonight after WrestleMania, like a 15 second squash. Like she just Bailey's the bellies her, and it like shatters the ring. Just what like about ridiculous like that? This didn't enter my mind until we started having this this, uh, this conversation. But I'm just going to put something out there. I don't think it's going to happen, but theoretically, she uh, Ronda beats Sasha here. We have that elimination chamber coming up, and we know it's three Raw teams and three SmackDown teams. So more than likely, those three teams on Raw are Bailey and Banks, Riot Squad, Nia Jackson, Tamina. We also have Mickey James and Alexa Bliss, Mickey James and Alicia Fox, Alicia Fox and Alexa Bliss. That kind of trio could be in the mix somewhere. We also have Ember Moon could team up with fucking Dana Brooke or something. I don't know. Don't we put also her have in that category. Uh, that's the way that it is. We also have the possibility of something like Nikki Cross and Ember Moon getting together. We also have the possibility of. Uh, the Bella Twins coming into the mix and just declaring, uh, declaring that they're part of Monday Night Raw for that. Or Trish Stratus and Lita actually pop up in the Elimination Chamber. And we're all kind of assuming that this is a guarantee that Banks and Bailey against Trish and Lita at WrestleMania. What if that doesn't happen with Banks and Bailey going in as the champions? What if that happens with Trish and Lita going in as the champions? And this is how they do... Ronda Rousey versus Bailey at Elimination Chamber. That's a possibility. I'd still be pretty pissed that they didn't have Sasha and Bailey be the inaugural champions. I can't see Trish and Lita or the Bellas inside of an Elimination Chamber, but you know I've been wrong before, so who knows? 
it could be something as simple as they're the last ones, you know, and they don't wrestle all that long. I I, I get the the impression that we will see Ronda Rousey versus Bailey. We'll just be on an episode for all. Yeah, they could just do that too. Fuck, they could do that leading up to Elimination Chamber. They could just have that like three weeks from now, mm-hmm. or two weeks from now, or I don't know. In any fashion, we're all going into the same tunnel here. That no matter what, Ronda Rousey's retaining here against Sasha Banks. Hundred percent. It's one of those things you guys know. Sasha Banks is my favorite women's wrestler, but I can't see her beating Ronda right now. Not happening. Listen, I- I'm not going to say that this is going to happen. But what if Vince McMahon does one of those things where he just appears at the end, at the top of the uh, entrance ramp, and like says that you're going to have an automatic championship match against this person and then eve torres comes out we're now eve because we're dropping the, the whoa, 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 whoa. are you, you unlocking a character in a video game what do you what's happening here uh it's kind of like with uh mcmahon did that to john cena with batista back in 2010 yeah that's but that's an isolated incident not like something that's ever happened before or since yeah then, well what's gonna happen again why not <laughs> But assuming that doesn't happen, because I I think that's going to, but assuming that doesn't, I'm going to just say Ronda wins. So we also have the SmackDown Women's Championship is on the line between Asuka and Becky Lynch. And some people are thinking more along the lines of Becky Lynch, and then that leads into, you know, that's her spot at WrestleMania. But I'm sticking with Asuka. I think that they're definitely doing this Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Ronda Rousey match at WrestleMania. And that might not be necessarily from a Royal Rumble win. We'll get to that later. But for that to happen, Becky has to not be the champion on SmackDown. So she's just going to lose here. And whether she loses by tapping out to Asuka, I don't think that's the case. Asuka might get the pinfall. I don't think that's the case either. I'm thinking it's more so... I think it was Rob that mentioned it earlier that they just have some kind of backstage stare down with Ronda Rousey. And then I think maybe Ronda screws things up again for Becky. I was actually thinking somebody's got to interfere in the other's match, right? And who's to say that, you know, both matches don't end in DQs with Becky Mm -hmm. and Charlotte getting Ronda and then Ronda coming back in the Oscar match. Man, what if this is circa 2004 when Goldberg and Brock Lesnar does this to each other and then they have the worst WrestleMania match ever? What if that happens in 2019 with Asuka and Ronda Rousey? Well, Asuka would be the furthest person from the match. But I wouldn't I wouldn't say the you can't have the Rousey and Banks match have interference because that gives a claim that Banks would is still with the title picture. Whereas I think after this, Banks, not saying that she doesn't merit it due to her ability, but in terms of what the story they're telling, Banks should be the furthest thing from the main title picture as possible. It could be something as simple as Ronda Rousey beats Sasha Banks, and then afterward they do some kind of backstage promo thing with Charlie Caruso, or even in the ring, and she just goes like, yeah, see, I'm going through all the horsewomen, and doesn't matter if it's Becky Lynch, doesn't matter if it's Charlotte Flair, you know, I'm going to beat anybody so come at me with you know whoever wins the Royal Rumble whatever and then a little, a little bit after that Becky Lynch comes backstage and she's just like oh you know Ronnie you want to fucking talk then whatever and then they have that happen and then Flair comes out and you know punch of the bullshit I'm not it, into go ahead 
is it unpopular still to like shit on Becky Lynch, or is is that very still... much so? See, very unpopular. I th- this is so bullshit. I recall four years ago when no one cared for her, or like she was just like, oh, the afterthought of the four horse woman. Which, by the way, she still is. She's still number four. That never changed. So I, I really don't care for Becky Lynch still. It's really. I'm glad she's doing better now, but I, I really do not care. Even seeing her back in October when she faced Charlotte for the title when she was still champion, and do, them doing the spot where Charlotte's like spears her through the Titantron. I, I didn't care for her then still, and I still do not like Becky Lynch. So Dr- I hope Oscar Dr- wins this match. Drew's Dr- 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 like that guy who, um, <laughs> like in, in the middle of 1997, was like, you know that Stone Cold guy's not really all that's cracked up. <laughs> no, you, you, you mean the fucking ring master? Why did they shoot the ring <laughs> I will. I will echo something though. I think that Becky Lynch started 2018 underrated and ended 2018 overrated. I do I, think that people go a little bit too crazy over Becky. She's great, and I like her a lot, but she's not like... When people do refer to her as like the Hulk Hogan of this era, it's like, oh come on, she yeah, hasn't reached that yet. Social media, social media is the worst invention probably in humankind when it comes to electronics. Mainly because we now live in a in a state where we have to overreact to every single thing that happens ever and call everything the greatest thing that ever happened because that's just how we who we are as humans. So it's unfortunate that she's not actually as good as people perceive her to be, but it's true. Well, I'll just I'll I'll count that point in Drew. Why aren't they doing that for everybody then? Why is it only that, Becky that gets eh. the getting the reaction? Why isn't everybody getting that sort of huge reaction? Why isn't there loads of people saying, "Oh wow, Dana Brooke is the greatest thing that ever lived" and stuff like that? It's, <laughs> we it's, always crap on Dana Brooke. I feel yeah, so bad for her. Listen, if Sean Walker was here, he would one up you with with the hate. I I'm with your response. He would tell me that I should like kill myself essentially. <laughs> So you're not the first person I've ever told got the, this kind of reaction from. Trust me, but I'm just saying that I she's okay, but she's not as good as everyone says she is. Like Charlotte's so much better than her, and so is Sasha. And Bailey's so much better than her. It's kind of I just hate how we try to like we feel bad for her for four years, and then we finally give her something. And because she's like the redheaded stepchild, like you know, and like she's got orange hair. You know when Cheaper by the Dozen when the redhead kid like runs away because no one in his family's giving him attention and then like they they find him on the train or whatever and then they finally give him the love and attention. That's what giving Becky Lynch the title is essentially. We we neglected her. She's about to run away, but then we give her the title and we pretend that she's the man of the house now. She's not. It's still Charlotte. So it's so back to the woman that's going to main event WrestleMania this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I can argue that it's going to happen. Part of me thinks, especially because they have this now interbranded tag team titles, who's to say Becky doesn't win this match and Charlotte doesn't win the Rumble and says, fuck it. I want both of you. Triple threat. I think if they do that, they're forcing themselves to diminish the idea of the brand split. And I don't think the brand split's going anywhere. Look, if they did like a championship scrambled with two championship belts, I might career myself everywhere. That sounds like the greatest idea ever. (laughs) I mean, it's a possibility. This is WWE. They change rules all the time. We've had people get eliminated from a Royal Rumble because they walked out 10 seconds beforehand and used a shillelagh. So... (laughs) 
<laughs> I wish we would have gotten disqualified for using weapons. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, happened to Finley in 2008. And then we've had people jump over the top rope and it's like, nope, that doesn't count because he didn't get thrown over by somebody else. And, you know. I mean, who used to say that the long term vision isn't the fact that there's going to be a straight up women's show? You've got like a unified tag team division. If you to unify the belts, you could give the women their own actual show where they're just featured themselves. Truthfully, it's harder to like put the SmackDown and like the the the, the women's and the tag team titles on like both shows because we have two titles. But you could like every other title in WWE, you could easily cross brand the shit out of it. Like Universal title could easily be on both brands. Same with the WWE, the Cruiserweights, which kind of is, and it's not, but it is. But you, you get what I mean. Like all that those belts could be both on both brands if they really wanted to. So I'm going to play it safe and say DQ because Rousey, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Becky Lynch walk away as champion. I'm going Oscar retains for sure. Yeah, I go Oscar retains after a distraction by Rousey. I'm just going to go Oscar retains. Let's move over to the... uh, Well, before we do, are we ever going to acknowledge, like... When it comes to the four horsewomen, Rhonda's kind of a cunt, isn't she? A cunt? <laughs> she like, does seem to have that grudge that, uh... I mean, that's leading up to the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen thing, for sure. So they gotta keep that going. Look, Rhonda is like that girl from high school that the four horsewomen would make fun of, and then now it's like five years after high school, high school and she is pretty well established as a badass person, and she would kick all their asses, But so they're kind of friendly, but they're not, and now she's a cunt to them. That's kind of the vibe <laughs> I get. Like, Rhonda Rousey is like that kid who got bullied, and now she's going to be the bully. Let's move over to the WWE Championship match. It's Daniel Bryan against AJ Styles for, I think, the fourth time? Fifth time? Eighth time? Whatever it is. We talked about this with Riddle and Ono, but these guys needed a stipulation. Yep. I have no idea why they don't, and that just makes me not care because I put this up on my um, normal page on SmartCount Moment. Around this time... Jimmy Jacobs had said that nobody really understands how hard it is to write this much material for WWE. They copied and pasted this match for the fourth or fifth time. It's There's nothing different about this. How is this that fucking hard? I'll tell you how easy this is. Alright, at Fastlane, we're going to have Daniel Bryan against AJ Styles. That's how fucking easy it is. Tony, it's different this time because Daniel Bryan is using his Twitter to promote his vegan lifestyle. He's not using his Twitter. The only difference this time is AJ Styles punched Vince McMahon once. That's the only... Well, actually, no. I'll I'll, uh, change that. The difference is now this feud revolves around hot dogs. This is stupid. Well, but that's a passionate area for you. I think you'd be into that. Well, they they know that this isn't going to end well because the hot dogs at MetLife sucked. So (laughs) there's no way this goes anyway. This should have been Daniel Bryan against Rey Mysterio or Daniel Bryan against Jeff Hardy or Daniel Bryan against Mustafa Ali. It should have been something different. AJ Styles should have been in the Royal Rumble. I definitely thought it was Mustafa Ali that was going to get this match. But they seem to really like AJ Styles. And I'll tell you what, I'm not 
entirely convinced <laughs> that uh, Brian's walking away with the championship here. When when you say they like really they really like AJ Styles as if like he didn't have a year long championship ring like three months ago, <laughs> as well, if it yeah, wasn't but, obvious. Yeah, but I'm like still. Did they like like him? Oh yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, they checked like that little box. Give them the main event of anything, but they like him. Oh, hey, they do the same with Dana Bryan. So well, they go second base with AJ Styles. <laughs> it's, this no. is uh, you know, I I went into this expecting it to just be a, a pretty obvious Daniel Bryan retains kind of thing, but Rob brought it up the idea that not entirely convinced, and I kind of agree a little bit. I'm starting to think one way or another about certain things with uh, the Randy Orton and AJ Styles thing. It wouldn't shock me in the grandest scheme of things if Daniel Bryan loses this championship here, and then we do get Randy Orton and AJ Styles. However, Randy Orton kind of seemed like a babyface when he did that whole thing with Samoa Joe. So that really confused me a lot. That was horrible. Did Sorry, you guys read that the- as a babyface thing? No, I just say it's Randy Orton's a dick who needs to take the spotlight all for himself at the end of a show. It's like, wow, Randy, you haven't been on the show for three weeks, and they hit one IKO, and you're the, like... Oh, yeah, you're going to be in the Rumble. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to pop when you come out because I've seen you too often and it's, like, really pissing me off. It's like, they really tried to make a point of the fact that he could be the second three-time winner of a Royal Rumble. Like, if that happens, I can't say yeah. that I'm not going to stop, stop, I'm not going to, like, stop watching or anything on those lines, but WWE Championship feud's pretty dead to me at that point. That'd but, be interesting if he did win a third time, though. No, it wouldn't. It's Randy Orton. It's boring. Nothing's interesting about Randy Orton. I mean, you could say that. That's fine. But it'd be interesting that he'd be the second person to do it. He's got I'll, that. I'll put it this way. If AJ Styles wins the championship at Royal Rumble, he's fighting Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Or by some odd like, way about things, he's fighting like Shawn Michaels or something. And if that happens, Randy Orton can't win the Royal Rumble. Randy Orton has to win the Elimination Chamber, or they have to do something at Fastlane. I don't want him to win it for the third time. But then again, if Randy Orton is babyface now, that kind of kills the whole idea of the AJ Styles thing. And then I'm starting to worry that they're going to do AJ Styles doing something completely random, and Daniel Bryan's going to defend the championship against Randy Orton at WrestleMania. That I don't think happens. It wouldn't shock me. We're talking about a company that thought that when he was the hottest thing in the world that Daniel Bryan should fight Sheamus again. (laughs) Remember that. I mean, I think this is one of the few matches, like few championship matches that can really go either way. Mm -hmm. And like guns to my head, I probably would just stick with Bryan because there's more opportunity there for different matches to be a WrestleMania. Whereas the AJ Styles one, I think people still would still probably be burnt out from his previous reign, even though it's been a few months since that point. I'm not saying it's completely out of the question because it certainly isn't out of the question, but I, I personally would prefer Brian to keep hold of it, and that's why I'm going to just go with that prediction. Can I just say, if AJ Styles still held the title and never lost it, I would be just as fine as that if then as if Daniel Bryan ever won it, <clears throat> mainly because I, I I never got burnt out on AJ as champion. And that could be because he was never the main event of anything noteworthy. But neither has Daniel Bryan. So I wouldn't be shocked if AJ Styles somehow won this match as well. As as disappointing as that would be for me, 
But Daniel Bryan hasn't been an incredible champion. He's been okay, but it'd be a shame if he lost it here to AJ Styles, and that that's all that his reign would be. I'm going with Bryan simply because I think that there's still guys like Cena. If Cena wants to do something at WrestleMania, there's still that option. There's still the Rey Mysterio option, and he's been killing it in the ring. With AJ, there's options too, but they're not as... Like, AJ versus Randy doesn't need the belt. AJ versus anyone else might not need the belt. But Brian fighting Cena is bigger with the belt, and Brian and Ray would be better with the belt as well. So I'm going with Brian. I think if I have to pick, I'm still sticking with Brian, but I don't know. That's tough. That's definitely tough. It wouldn't shock me if I was wrong about that one. I'll, I'll say that. Do you think Vince McMahon does anything here? Like, even if it's just congratulates whoever the winner is? Nah. Nah, these are just be behind the players, so... I think it'll just be behind the scenes with the tumbler. I really hope that they put that fucking tumbler back. Like, I, I do this every year, but it's like, come on. Just have one backstage thing where somebody picks up their number. That's all you need. I'd love it if our truth came in. Yeah, that would be perfect. And, but that'd be, that'd be the great way to get him out of it. It's the case of, like, he's already coming in and they've said, well, you're already number 30, and he comes in and takes the number. It's got to be number one. And then he ends up that said that being been his number instead, and they said, so, okay, we've got to find number, th- number 30 quickly. That would be perfect. That would be the type of thing that it's like, why aren't the writers doing things like that, you know? Ah, uh, and they but won't. <laughs> when we're going from one championship match that's difficult to predict, we go to one which is pretty straightforward. Oh, are you telling me that you don't think that Finn Balor is going to defeat Brock Lesnar? You don't believe in Finn Balor? <laughs> I don't believe in uh, fairy tales like David Vesicle. <laughs> I believe in Demon Finn Balor, but not regular Finn Balor. I think it, at this point, if they don't do the Demon here. Don't bring the fucking demon back. Look, if they don't do the demon here, then I better not see a four-point attribute boost for the demon in any video game ever. Like, I don't want to hear that, oh, Finn Balor thinks he can take Brock Lesnar as uh, a regular man if they try to spin it like that when he brought out the demon for Baron Corbin. Like, if, if anybody needs the demon, it's Brock Lesnar. Well... To throw this out, then, do you want to see the demon lose? If it's to Brock Lesnar, I'm okay with that because Brock Lesnar is like the final boss. That is beast beats demon in the like top trumps of like mythical beasts. Yeah, and I I just think it'll be a funny story to have. You know, Balor's in the paint and the place is going crazy, and Brock Lesnar's just like, what the, I'm supposed to be afraid of this. Like, what the fuck is this? And then, you know, that's when the demon catches them off guard and they have a match. Because I'm sure this match is going to be fantastic. It's much better than what we would have gotten with Braun Strowman, that's for sure. Yeah, I was, I was right when Bride stolen a march on the backstory behind this. If you want to fill them in, Tony. What was like, that? Well, you're filling in on like, the backstory of... Uh... 
what happened, why why this is the Universal Championship match. Oh, all the way back to like the Braun Strowman stuff? Yeah. Oh, if anybody doesn't know, strap yourselves in because uh, we were going to be having another, I think I had calculated the fifth time again, uh, of Braun Strowman and uh, Brock Lesnar because they didn't make the right call by giving the title to Braun Strowman at Crown Jewel. And apparently, if you believe what the reports are, the plan was always to not do the match that they said that they were going to do and to just switch it up and do Finn Balor. It's amazing which... that WWE decides to do baits and switches to try and sell tickets. It's amazing. Oh, man. Well, but yeah. the... John Cena. <laughs> Hold on. With Cena, you can make that argument. Are you fucking telling me that you think Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar was going to sell more tickets than advertising this match in advance? Well, no, I'm saying that that's the reason why, because they really, well, I'm not saying that's the reason why, because it, it was always the plan for a long time to have Finn Balor in the match, but they see that Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, the tickets aren't selling out for the show. They decide to switch it to Finn Balor against Brock Lesnar. Hopefully that will get a bit of a boost of tickets and stuff like that as well. It's, okay, it's, just, it's just a case of WWE, let's, just, let's say how it is at this point in time. This Royal Rumble is not selling out quickly. They're already doing two-for-one offers. This is the Royal Rumble. It should sell itself. And I'm sure at the end of it, the stadium's going to be pretty full. I mean, they decided to go for a stadium that's about 40,000 plus or whatever. And it's just not selling out as big because they're not a hot product at the moment. It's a a bit of an indictment when the Royal Rumble doesn't sell out as quickly as it should do and you're having to give away tickets almost. What if they decided they wanted to get a a Venturso method with a swerve? They could have, because they, remember, they are looking at this as, let's do something different for the sake of something different, because they had announced a bunch of things at the end of the year that they had no plans for. They panicked. And they put up the idea of, Sami Zayn's coming back, remember you guys like him, Kevin Owens is coming back, remember you guys like him, oh, we're going to bring up all these people from NXT, Those that'll be great. And they still haven't committed to a lot of these kind of things. So, I think that they're panicking, and I think that in their mind... They were like, well, people like Finn Balor. How about we do like the Finn Balor thing that people have been requesting? And then if if they don't go crazy over it and we don't get massively successful returns from this, then we're going to say, we gave you the thing you wanted and you didn't do anything like we said. So that proves that we were right this whole time. Kind of like, you know how like when you're dealing with a little kid and you want them to eat their vegetables. So you say, instead of saying like, what vegetables do you want? Where the kid can say, I don't want any. I don't want to eat anything. I want chicken nuggets or whatever. You say something along the lines of, do you want to eat broccoli or green beans for dinner? And then they kind of like psychologically, they force themselves to just accept that they're eating that and they pick one. I feel like WWE is doing that kind of a psychological tactic here where they're going, we're giving you the thing that you want. And if it doesn't pop up as super successful, well, then that's proof that you guys didn't really want that. You know what I mean? Even though they're shooting themselves in the foot a little bit by doing it at the last minute in a match that we're going into going, oh, well, obviously Brock Lesnar retains, you know? Now, if Finn Balor wins the championship, which I do not see happening, then I think it'll be legitimately, they're trying hard, they want to appeal to a different market, and then all hell goes, you know, in a handbasket because then it's like, wow, Okay, there goes the idea of Brock Lesnar defi- uh, defending the championship at WrestleMania. Who do we have against Finn Balor? 
That would be the most interesting thing that's happening, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's Brock Lesnar retaining the championship. He'll have the same match that he had with AJ Styles and with Daniel Bryan, where he oversells the smaller guy, and then he beats the crap out of him and wins. But do you think we've been talking a lot about their marketing with bait and switch and panicking? Do you think they're panicking enough to give Balor the belt here? Nope. And then have him lose it at either Chamber or Fastlane back to Brock for that bait and switch of, ah, we gave you the Finn Balor wins, but guess what? We're still going with Lesnar at WrestleMania. The reason I would say no is because I don't think that they have Lesnar fighting another match until WrestleMania. Yeah, that's probably the the biggest stumbling point. And also the fact that if they were to have Lesnar drop the title to Balor and then Balor drop the title at Elimination Chamber, then Balor has a right. I know they don't do, apparently don't do automatic rematches anymore, even though a lot of these matches are rematches, but, you know, gloss over that point. (laughs) It's a sense of Finn Balor has a right to fight for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania. And depending on who the Royal Rumble is, that can make it a triple threat match. It's not out of the question, but it's, it's it wildly complicates something, which is basically just a case of Lesnar goes in and drops the title at WrestleMania. Yeah. But yeah, I assume that this match will be, because Lesnar works hard with the smaller guys and he actually decides to put a lot of effort into it. And so I'm looking forward to the match itself because it will just be an interesting take on things. And if Balor is the demon, I assume he gets off to quite a hot start. And it, they might do try and do like a bait and switch thing with the Corbin stuff they did at SummerSlam, where Balor beat him in about 15 seconds with the demon paint on. So they might try and do something like that and make people think, "Oh my God, he's going to beat Lesnar in like a minute or something." And then Lesnar kicks out, and then they have a proper match, and then Lesnar wins eventually. I can see that happening. It's very possible. I don't think they're doing the demon. I think he's just coming out as regular Finn Balor. If they don't do the demon, like I said, the character needs to retire, or it needs to be what it was in Japan for him. That's like this special, you know, you break it out for WrestleMania, and you can base it off of whatever the superhero movie is, you know? But don't bring up this demon character. I think they're doing too much with this whole I believe in Finn Balor thing that they want to keep him Finn Balor. And then that's just going to, he'll come up short and in their mind they'll be like, well, he put up a good fight against Brock Lesnar, guy twice the size and that kid's got a hell of a heart on him. You know, like that kind of thing. And that'll be kind of it. Can we get Finn Balor a gimmick change and a new name? I'm okay with that. I'd, I'd be, I'd be and fine a manager. With that. I uh, hear Prince Devitt could, is available. I, I'm just saying, it could be something weird. It could be something different. But I, I think Finn would be fine if he had a, a character that's more interesting and just that's an actual character and less of a wrestler. I, I'd be into, it. I'd be into that. I've got it, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if, what if he's just demon? Uh, Demon Bray Wyatt. Uh, Finn ba- Demon Bray Wyatt 24-7. He paints himself up to be like Bray Wyatt. Hmm. Uh, you're thinking about it. I like that. It's a thought. I'm actually <laughs> thinking more about the idea of can we just get rid of Bray Wyatt? <laughs> yeah, and replace him with uh, Demon Finn Balor dresses him. Yeah, that's fine <laughs> with me. I'm I'm okay with that. 
uh, truthfully, he has no shot of winning this match. If he does win, um, fuck me. I guess I suck at predicting matches, but it would be really shocking. There's no, no, nothing to really think that he would win this. I mean, it would be, it would have been interesting if, if this was uh, potentially Lesnar versus Cena or a different outcome or matchup. But truth, truthfully, I think it'll be a good match. I, I just don't think Finn Balor has any shot of really winning it. And I don't know what he'll end up doing going into WrestleMania. Either if he did win the championship or if he doesn't. So, but I'm going to go with Lesnar. All right, let's move over to the 30-woman Royal Rumble match. We know 23 of the women that are currently in there, and the rest are kind of up in the air. And even those 23, they might not necessarily, because if anybody doesn't follow necessarily what the case is with the Royal Rumbles, sometimes they announce people and then they backtrack and then they just, you know, get rid of them for the sake of it. Uh, so anybody, you know could fall victim to an injury. Anybody could be somebody that they just bump off of it because fuck it. They wanted to add another special person or something, but in general, we can assume seven people are going to be outside of the main roster. And that's where I want to start here. Those seven people, we know possibly six names that could be in that range already, which are, Maria Canellis, because she's not in there yet, but she still is somebody who's in the company. Maurice, possibly. The Bella Twins, Trish Stratus, and Lita. That's six names if those people go involved. And then that leaves only one more spot. What are you guys thinking when it comes to these seven spots? Is that Are those those six out of the seven, or do you not think that those six are going to be involved? Or is it a combo? I- Let's start with those six. I don't think Maurice is going to be in it. Yeah. I'm leaning towards no, too. I don't think she will. I think she's just going to be a think, Listen, If she does in the, in the match, though, I'm not going to be surprised. And if anything, I'd be happy if she was. Because, like, oh, look, it's Maria. It's nice to see she could do a few kicks and punches still in 2019. Good for you. But uh, it's not going to be a, a big deal if she wasn't in the match. I'm going with no Maurice and no Bellas. I don't think the Bellas are ready to come back yet. I, I definitely think the Bellas are going to be in it because Total Bellas is airing at the moment and they want to get some promotion in. Well, yeah, I'll, I wouldn't be surprised I, if one of them actually does well in the match as well if they if they are in it. I hated them in last year's Rumble and after the Brie Bella debacle from last year, which she herself has admitted was pretty bad and the backlash of it sent her into a bit of a depression. Nikki Bell is a little preoccupied. I don't think they need to be in it. But but Rob, they they started the women's evolution. They need no, to be. I, I, they need to be in know, every important match that involves it. And really quick, I'm glad that Stephanie's not on commentary for this one. Not that oh Beth Phoenix is tremendously better, but oh, you know we need to move away from this. Oh, whole... Can we? Can we... Can we just talk about this generally before we move on to the actual like matches and stuff like that? The commentary situation for both of these rumbles. The fucking men one is atrocious. The three three commentators is bad enough. Four commentators on both these matches. Ooh, that's a lot. I didn't like, realize Phoenix that. and Renee Young who are basically the same person. <laughs> Michael Cole on both of them for fuck's sake. JBL, Jerry the King Lawler. At least Jerry the King Lawler's got on the Cole's... women's one. That Look, be... I don't think Cole's on both uh, of them. Honestly, if you the the women's you would have had me sold for the women's one if if the king was commentating that one. 
I believe the women's one is just three, though, with um, Michael Cole and the two girls. I I thought that I had seen that it was Beth Phoenix, Renee Young, Corey Graves, and Tom Phillips. I I the the, the I think we need yeah, to double check this. The one that I saw it was Cole and Graves on both ones, and then it was the King and uh, JBO on the men's, and Phoenix and Young on the women's one. Those are I the think, ones that I saw. I think very, Jerry the King Lawler should very much be on the women's row. But, but regardless of who it is, four people is too many people to where, be calling where, a match. Where would you find out before the actual event itself who's commentating for that? Because they want to they announced it, it because yeah, it's they, special. Because they got well, three, it, well, they've got two Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay, so this is what it is. It's The men's is Michael Cole, Jerry the King Lawler, JBL, and Corey Graves. The women's is Tom Phillips, Corey Graves, Renee okay. Young, and Beth Phoenix. Well, that is the ones that I was talking about. That is not good. Look, neither listen, one I'm... of them are, but like that women's one, they're expecting Tom Phillips to carry the lead? Yeah, they're going to have Phillips. Phillips in the Michael Cole role, Corey Graves in the direction to kind of steer Renee Young and Beth Phoenix as, you know, like color commentary, and then Beth and Renee. Kind of no women. I wish, you know, I wish they're obviously there for that. Off and not be in that rumble match. <laughs> I, I know that might be an unpopular, but I do not like Corey Graves uh, when it comes to these battle royale kind of stuff. I don't like it when he's in charge of like the tone of the overall match on commentary. Well, I'm not a fan. I'm just happy we're getting like half as much coal as I thought we were going to get. Well, yeah. Oh, when you say coal on both, I'm like, God damn, dude, this is terrible. <laughs> As a only... conspiracy theorist, I must say, maybe they took Sasha out of the Rumble just to make sure Cole could say, it's boss time! Look, if Santina Marella was in the women's match, I'd be happy. But that's probably not going to happen because it'd be offensive, unfortunately. Well, as long as he was eliminated immediately, I'm sure they wouldn't mind as much. And then, No, they need to point out that he won the match at Mania, and they he needs to win this as well. That'd be the only way they could pull it off. In terms of now, we're going back to the surprise entrances. The Bella Twins are a bit, a big maybe. I think Maria probably will be in it in my mind. Maurice won't be. Uh, I don't think either Trish or Leah is going to be in this match. It will after they were uh, like Evolution and last year's Rumble. Yeah, I, I just don't think. I think you need to get to a point that the first Rumble was kind of the big nostalgia thing and the excitement of all the new people doing it. But now you need to concentrate on actually being a match that features oh. generally just the, the main roster people. The, and the, the thing is, we have like 30 years of men's rumbles experience and nostalgia and wrestling, men's wrestling even before the first rumble match of nostalgia to base that on. It's just unfortunate that uh, I, I believe that again, that the women's rumble match is going to heavily rest on nostalgia and not in their current product of women that they could throw out there because WWE doesn't know better than to do that. Well, the thing is, they have more women now. It's 23 people on the main roster that are already confirmed, yeah. so to speak. So they only have those seven I spots mean, left. And if we go with, for instance, Bella Twins, Marie Canellis, whatever, that only leaves one more spot, which could be anybody from NXT, anybody from NXT UK, or Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks could be in it if she loses her match as well. They could do that. I think if Sasha Banks is in this match, Trish and Lita will be. 
And then they're going to do some kind of a stare down between Trish, Lita, Bailey, and Banks. But if Sasha is not involved in it, and I don't think that she will be, I lean more towards Trish and Lita not being involved and the Bella Twins filling that who, spot. Who's the surprise entrance that you'd want to see? Uh, someone who... Tony, Tony Storm. Tony Storm. That would be a good one. 100% Tony Storm. I go Victoria. Oh, well, Victoria, if you're going like Legends, I really, really want Victoria to come back. Yeah. I don't think it's happening, though, because she did this whole thing on Instagram or whatever it was where she was tweeting about her like indie tour to end 2019 as a wrestler. Yeah, but they could still uh, get her in the Rumble. They could, but you would have thought that by now they would have probably brought her into any of the other kind of things, and she hasn't even popped up at a Hall of Fame yet. My vote's for Sonny. <laughs> I don't think she's going to be out of jail, necessarily. She gets out of if we're talking strictly legends, I'm going to agree with you guys. I'd really like to see Victoria or even uh, Molly Holly. Even though we saw her at Evolution, I'd like to see her again in this match. I, I would like to see, uh, if China was still alive, I'd like to see her. I mean, well, yes. If she were still alive, yeah. <laughs> if they could somehow work out some sort of agreement with the NWA, they could get Jazz in. Nah, not happening. And I don't care. I'd rather that spot go to... Did you mean NWA? Um, I did say NWA. You said NWA. Yeah, I think he said. No, because that's I think he said NWA. I would add full life at the end. Uh, yeah. Very, very obscure. What if they give this to the Bud Light girls who fought each other at WrestleMania 19? You mean the Miller Light Cup? Yeah. yeah, the Miller Light. My bad. It's a different shit there. Oh, yeah, my bad. It, is it could happen. It does. Okay, Miller well... Light's way better. So you mean to tell me that there was even more people that I didn't uh, put in that original Sexiest Superstars tournament? That's right. God, I keep forgetting all these people. Um, your, actual other su- your actual other surprises, I'd like to see Tony Storm as well, maybe Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, of course, Shayna Baszler. There's there's quite a few from the NXT side that I don't think they need to dip into the legends as much. Do you think? Hey, well, you let's think- let's go roster by roster a little bit here. Uh, NXT roster itself. There's the possibility, I would think, that the more likely people that would pop up would be Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler. They might throw somebody like a Candice LeRae in there just to be different. I don't imagine that we're going to get, for instance, Kyrie Sane come back again. Could be right. I can't imagine them wasting that spot on like Tyna Rakanchi or something like that. But just strictly in the NXT side. Do you guys think that there's any other names? Like, are you expecting Deanna Perrazzo or something? Yeah, Shirai would be the other one that I'd probably suggest. Yeah. Shirai yeah. or yeah, they, they won't do Stain again, like Tony was saying. So Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler, or even Candice, because Candice should be doing something. I'm surprised. I would just call her up at this point. They're not utilizing her. One that I'd say could be like a, this would be like a really big shock, but still like within the company, Casey Catanzaro. Well, we're going to get to those, yeah. Because uh, if you go to the performance center side of things, she's the one that stands out to me the most for sure. Like they're not going to put Kavita Devi back in there again, and a lot of the other ones like MJ Jenkins and Raina Gonzalez, they're not going to focus over them. It would be Casey Catanzaro. I know how dangerous Nia Jax is. But to see her lift Casey Catanzaro right over her head <laughs> and throw her onto a bunch of women outside the ring would just be, would be pretty cool. To, pretty cool visual. Watch them have Casey eliminate. No, yeah. that'd be fun. That'd be fun as well. I'd be cool with that. 
Uh, I could see them putting her in there, if not just to get some kind of little bump for media. Yeah. Possibility. It is a possibility. Then there's the NXT UK women, and that includes the Performance Center recruits, Jazzy Gabert and Kaylee Ray, and Isla Dawn, Jenny, Killer Kelly, Nina Samuels, Millie McKenzie, who I guess technically isn't a part of the roster now. She's not on the list. Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, and Zaya Brookside. Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley are the the two that make the most sense. But maybe they would throw in somebody like a Ginny if they had a little bit more room. Spoiler, they are doing a UK taping at Access, so I would expect at least Tony. Okay, that makes sense then. They needed to do that, that some kind of a taping like that. So those are like surprise side of things. I still think that Becky Lynch is coming in here, and that ties into my winner. I think that this is going to be a co-winner situation. I think that Charlotte Flair starts off at the very beginning. She might be number one. She might be number two. I would rather her be number three, just to reference the whole Ric Flair thing. And then she lasts all the way till the end. And then Becky comes out at 28, 29. And the two of them go over the top rope at the end. And then they do the whole thing where it's like, let's fight each other at Elimination Chamber or Fast Lane to determine who gets the title shot and then that ends in a double DQ and oh look at that it's a triple threat like see, I, I think that that's how they're going to double winner things so I see let's go back to earlier in the night Rhonda screws over Becky Becky marches into Triple H's office or whoever's the authority for that evening and says put me in that room match and they go fine but you're gonna be number one she bum, eliminates bum, bum. she eliminates Dana Brooke Who's number two, number three, and her <laughs> poor Dana. <laughs> Not even like she eliminates Alicia Fox or she eliminates uh I don't know, Peyton Royce or something like that. It's it's always Dana. She eliminates poor sense. Dana at number two. Charlotte comes in in her daddy's spot, number three, and they go all the way. They do the Bret Hart Lex Luger finish, and Ronda Rousey comes out and says, I'll take them both. There's your raw women's championship match for WrestleMania. What I don't want to see happen and what I'm nervous about is that Asuka beats, or well, Asuka retains the title due to something with Charlotte Flair, and then Charlotte wins the Royal Rumble, and then they try to tell the story of Becky earning a championship match to make it a triple threat over the course of February and March. I don't want something where they do Charlotte and Becky keep bitching at each other and eventually Flair agrees to put her title shot on the line and if uh, Becky can beat her at Fastlane, then she gets into it as a triple threat. I don't want anything like that. I Just give me the, the co-winner situation. Is, is the championship match being put on the line like the dumbest trope in the history of wrestling? Like, why would the Royal Rumble winner put their title match on the line that's never sat well with me just because it's we need something for fast lane which fast lane shouldn't be a thing like that but we definitely know that charlotte's at least gonna be a co-winner because they're gonna tout the whole oh she's the first ever second generation royal rumble winner her dad did in 92 and she did it 26 years later you know they're gonna they're gonna do that whole thing oh. They love their first 
blank, blank, blank type stuff. If it's like for the first time ever on a Tuesday night, they're going to, you know, whatever. So they'll, they'll do something like that. It'll be like Charlotte Flair wins her first ever Royal Rumble. She's never been in one before. And it's like, there's only been two, but they'll do that kind of crap. But I'm going to say this. The only red herring I see here that isn't Charlotte and Becky is Alexa, because they sure love Alexa, and Alexa's back in the mix. I think it's just between Charlotte and Becky, and if it doesn't go to both of them, it goes to Charlotte. Yeah, I'd rather uh, just give it to Charlotte than try and do a co-winner. I I just think that's very hard to push that to happen in the second Rumble match for the females. Like, if this was the 10th or 11th, I could see it, but... I just think you're put, pushing it at that point. But, you know, this is faking gay, so it, it, that could easily happen. So <laughs> I mean, they had, they had a man win the first ever women's money in the bank at the match, so. And quite the man, too. Yeah? Yeah, I wonder yeah, what he's doing nowadays. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I... I oh, basically, Tony describes what exactly I think is going to happen. In the sense that he doesn't want to happen, which is Charlotte wins outright, last eliminating Becky Lynch. And do we want this match on last? It should be last. no. It should be the last match because, like, you need to have the matches before it for Becky to get into the match. So it needs to be the main event. I think you start off with the Ronda Rousey thing, and then you give yourself enough time for the Royal Rumble to kind of pick up after that and stuff. Well, I- Listen, the main event match, the main event, like, this show, it shouldn't be the men's one unless Kenny Omega is in the thing, and we'll obviously got to that when we talk about the thing, because there's no point for the men's one. The men's one is, I don't want to say it's set in stone, because the women's one is kind of, like, seemingly set in stone between whether it's Charlotte or whether it's Becky, but it's that's the more exciting one, and that's going to be your main event of WrestleMania, because that match is definitely going to be on last at WrestleMania. If they go I'm not that way. convinced of that yet. See, I think the problem behind this is they should learn from their mistakes that if somebody is the most popular person in a division at the moment, the Royal Rumble fans want them to win the Royal Rumble. And Daniel Bryan in 2015 and 2014, people wanted Daniel Bryan. And they ended the night with Roman Reigns and they ended the night with Batista the year before that. And people shed all oh. over it. And that really hurt the whole Roman Reigns oh. thing. And Charlotte Flair's got the Roman Reigns things going on a lot already with the comparison. So if they do something where they don't have Becky Lynch win the Royal Rumble, I think people are going to crap all over Charlotte Flair okay, again. Here's my argument to that. Didn't that make the actual WrestleMania moment that much bigger? The WrestleMania moment is the big one. Didn't it yeah. make it so much bigger that Daniel Bryan had to fight, scratch, and claw his way into the main event of WrestleMania? Didn't it make it so much bigger f- that I don't care if it's for you, Tony, it's for everyone. <laughs> no, not not for 2015. But, no, That's what I'm saying. So not for 2015, it didn't. Seth Rollins cashed in and ruined that. And another point, if it was a more popular guy, if it was Daniel Bryan against Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins cashed in, then shit all over it. Whereas it became a, like a huge moment because he cashed in. It's like... I don't think that that's the lesson to take away. That should be the lesson to take away. That the WrestleMania moment is the important one. The Royal Rumble is just is just a building block towards it. Well, if you want to keep people watching on the road to WrestleMania, you want to get them happy and not get them pissed in the hopes that the WrestleMania moment will make it worth it. I think there's yeah, enough those scope. are 
But those are two extreme get-out-of-jail-free situations where, like, neither one of those things is what was initially planned. They saw how bad it was going to be in 2015, and they said, you know what? Fuck it, let's go with Rollins. And the 2014 thing was a culmination of just a lot of different factors. Daniel Bryan was never going to be in that main event. That Daniel Bryan was going to fight Sheamus, and that was supposed to be good enough. There, at least in this case, there could be the argument that they know that they're going to do Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, but they can build it up in a... They can utilize the... Have Charlotte win on her own. Get people almost like a ground, almost use the fans' anger to their advantage, in the sense that they don't want Charlotte Flair to win. Everyone will sh- shit over it, get upset, like think, "Oh my god, Becky's lost a chance." And then you watch as Becky claws her way, like goes through any hurdle possible to get into the match itself. It will actually that could potentially build more excitement than just having Becky and Charlotte both win, because when if that situation, people will be annoyed because Becky didn't win on her own. Either way, you're going to have an annoying situation unless Becky wins outright. Well, I like- and I think that that means something that you can still do without it being the main event that leaves people pissed at the Royal Rumble. You can still do the same kind of thing and have people get annoyed that Becky doesn't win, but then you can send them home happy for the Royal Rumble by having the men's go last. That, that, is, a, that is a fair point. But I just think that and I think- with all the... I was say, with all the wheels in motion for this one, you need to have both women's matches happen before the women's Royal Rumble, which means that, like, you, it's difficult to get both those matches, then do the women's Royal Rumble, and then have a buffer between that and the men's matches as well. I mean, there's plenty well, no, of matches on this card, so I guess that's possible. But you'd probably have to go like Rousey and Banks first, and then you have the bar, this the SmackDown tag title match. Then Asuka versus Becky Lynch, then one of the one of the main championship matches, then the women's Royal Rumble, then the other main championship match, then the men's Royal Rumble. Because you'd have to break it down like that to make sure that all the pieces could be in place for that to happen. And for the story that you're pitching, it's great, but that would imply that Becky Lynch is winning at WrestleMania, and I don't know if she's beating both Charlotte and Ronda. Well, the story isn't necessarily that she wins it. It's just her getting into the match. That's what you think. You think people are going to pack into MetLife and not shit all over it if she loses? Of course they will. But that's like that's the risk you take if you want to go with a different result. That's the risk that people would have taken if Daniel Bryan hadn't have won. If they decided, okay, we got Bryan into the match, but we'll give it to Batista instead. It's the it's the risk you they run. They know that the fans want Becky Lynch to win and defeat Ronda Rousey, but. That that is the risk that they take if they want to give it to like Ronda win or Charlotte win. It's up to them at the end of the day. But what they can do is they can build a bigger story for Becky Lynch to get into the match itself. That doesn't. It, at the end of the day, like the end result of the their match at WrestleMania, it's down to them how they want to book that. But as long as it gets to that point, I don't think fans would mind as much if Becky has to go for a few more hurdles to get into the main event as opposed to just win the Rumble outright. They'd prefer it. I think if they if they do that, they need to do something like Charlotte wins, they full-on make her a heel, and Becky attacks her after she wins. 
at the Royal Rumble. Like, just to be like, all right, guys, hold on a second. We're going to take you on a journey for the next two months and, wait, you know, waste I mean, fucking time. That strikes me a lot as a, um, a Hulk Hogan Sid Justice situation, which is a case of there's, there's not really many ways you can cheat to win a Royal Rumble. You can do the Austin thing where you've already been eliminated and then win it back. So they could try and do that sort of situation. But other than that, you really can't just win a Rumble by winning it. And if Becky attacks afterwards, she just comes across as very petulant. And Not if Charlotte screws her over with Asuka. That's, that's true. Then she's getting back at her. You know? Yeah, but surely getting back at her would have been her winning the Rumble. If Charlotte beats her again for it, it just makes her seem like a two-time loser. Oh, that's implying that Becky's not in the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, if, they, if they were to do that as well. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, Charlotte just wins. She last eliminates, I don't know, Bailey or somebody. And then, uh, you know, Charlotte's celebrating, and then Becky comes out and attacks her. And then it's like, you know, hey, I won the Royal Rumble. Fuck you. And it's like, yeah, well, you screwed me over for that. And do you then... guys kind of feel bad for the other 28 women? Yes. For having no shot whatsoever? Much, yeah. Nah, they're getting a paycheck. They're wrestling at a Royal Rumble. I don't, I don't think it's, it's like, I know there's always been, in, especially in recent years, the Royal Rumble was kind of always boiled down to just a few people, one of a few people could potentially win it. And in this case, it's one of two people who everyone knows, like, it's almost it's certainly one of these two. It's been like that a few times, though. I mean, I remember back in 2012, it was either Jericho or Sheamus. 2013. Nope, it was just Jericho and they went with Sheamus. I'm pretty positive. Listen, I started watching wrestling again at the end of 2011, the beginning of 2012. I'm just saying I watched SmackDown. That's I was pretty I was pretty into it. Okay, and I'm just saying Sheamus was built as a fucking man of steel on Smack. If you watched SmackDown, you thought no one else but Sheamus was going to win that fucking match. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not trying to say anything, but I'm just saying. But like I'm, I was also going to say in 2013, it was either going to be Cena or Ryback as well. So it happened back to back years. It's just also a case of, like, the SmackDown Women's Championship doesn't get a look in either. It, despite the fact that, like, the two people that we expect to potentially win this match are both SmackDown superstars. It's the Raw Championship that's the focus. Yeah. It's like, we could, do, we could have this for really weird... Oscar, it's just sort of like, hey, do I have an opponent? I guess this is a really weird situation. Like, you could have, like, if you wanted to build Charlotte and Becky facing Ronda in a completely different way... You just have Ronda, I don't know, jump into the match towards the end of it and eliminate both of them, and then a the SmackDown superstar wins it. Like Naomi or something. Yeah. Or Sonya Deville. Or Shayna Baszler. Or Nikki Cross. Or, or uh, You know Shayna what? I'd almost, I'd almost prefer that. And then you give it to somebody like Ember. I would rather that happen than to have Flair wins and then they waste the next two months building up the idea of Becky earning the triple threat i'd rather see somebody else win like that especially because at that point that makes it to where the smackdown uh side of things is covered and then we can start to build up something that's better and because we know we're getting to charlotte and becky and ronda and it's already just kind of like all right let's just wait until wrestlemania for that we don't know what's happening with oscar and all that and that would be kind of the more interesting thing to follow over the course of that time but I think I'm thinking it's Charlotte, and she either wins with or without Becky Lynch. But Charlotte for sure. I'm gonna go with Charlotte for sure as well. 
Charlotte outright, yeah. I'll say four for four, Charlotte. Oh, should we at least, maybe just for fun here, final four? Oh, yeah, let's toss a couple other projections out there. Final four, uh, I'm going to say Becky, Charlotte, and that's tough because I was thinking that Sasha and Bailey would be fun, but that's not going to be the case. Charlotte, Alexa, Becky, and Nia. Mm, I forgot about the fact that Alexa is in there. Alexa, Charlotte, if Becky's in there, then Becky and Nia, and if Becky's not in there, then Ember and Nia. Uh, I'll go uh, Becky, Charlotte, Baszler, and Natalia. Actually, like Carmella. Carmella, not Natalia. Carmella. Yeah, wait. Oh, yeah. She's in at number 30. <laughs> yeah, she's number 30. So. She's going to do a dance break, and I hope that whether it's... Well, she'll do a dance break and get eliminated right after. Yeah, I and I hope it's Shayna or Naya or somebody just right over the top. You got a final four, Drew? Can't count that high. <laughs> I guess not. Drew. Still with us there, Drew? Drew. <laughs> uh, we might have lost Drew. I don't know. Uh, I was muted. I was muted as well, but it was silent <laughs> for a few seconds and I heard Drew. I was like, oh, God. What's happening? Final four, Drew. For the women's. But for the women's. Uh, so I'm going to go with Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and then I'm going to go with Carmella as well. I think she's going to do the thing where she, like, uh, as soon as she sees, like, Charlotte or Becky and is about to punch them, she's, she's going to freak out, roll underneath the ring, and hide on the outside until she has to come back in towards the end and try to sneak. Uh, she's going to try and, like, throw someone out from behind when they least expect you, it, but she's going to fail. You really haven't been watching, have you? I, uh, you know, I'm I'm in and out, but I'm just saying... Uh, I, I see this with Carmella. Trust me, I got this one. And uh, last but not least, I'm gonna go with uh, Peyton Royce because why the fuck not? <laughs> you never know. Sometimes they have Royal Rumbles where one of the final four is just sort of like really, and they've had Royal Rumbles before, like 2008, where they mostly only have a final three. So really, Brown? You don't have to stick to it. Listen, you you asked to give me four. Yeah. I'm just saying that there's really only two people. We all pretty much agree. There's only two people who potentially can win this match. Having a, now, yeah. I want to see them both lose. I don't care who wins it as long as they do something different. And I, I, I don't get this hate for Carmella. I, I mean, I know she's kind of useless. Uh, she did. She 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 ran away a lot during the mix uh, mix match challenge, if I recall. Uh, she had a match with Charlotte, and she did the running away thing a lot. So I, I thought it would be funny if she did it again. Though uh, you know, over under point five. How many times, uh, how many dances are going to happen in, in this match? Just the one. Just, just the just one. one. Okay. Well, do you think that's going to be why she gets eliminated? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. She'll do the dance break. Somebody will kick her, throw listen, her out. I get why Robert might be shitting on my running out of the, uh, underneath the ring and chilling on the outside, but I'm just saying. Carmella could easily do that and it would work as well. So well, she's go. number 30. I'd hope she doesn't have to. Oh, I got the biggest advantage. Let me just hide under the ring on top of that. Yeah, I like Carmella, her character would be this anything other than that. She's a baby face that dances for fun. Yeah, she's not going to hide under the ring. 
Just saying, she she, she was. Well, what do you guys have? <laughs> what do you guys have as far as who gets the shortest time? Dana Brooke. Oh God, yeah, I know that was coming. <laughs> See, I'm not going Dana no, I'm Brooke. Not going Dana Brooke I, I'm gonna try not to, but I can't. I can't guarantee it. There's two people that stand out to me over Dana Brooke. Actually, uh, Dana's the easy pick when it comes to who would they care the least about. But I don't think that they're going to specifically want to book her as like, you know, hey, you need to be eliminated really fast because fuck you or something. I think if they go with a funny elimination, they're going to go with Alicia Fox because she didn't get a chance to be in last year's Royal Rumble. And she is kind of the whole like, you know, I'm the captain and all the other kind of crazy stuff that she does. I think she's going to want to be a fast elimination. But if they just go with pure like we didn't plan out anything and it turns out that that person lasted 45 seconds instead of whatever. Then I start to lean a little bit more towards maybe actually an opposition to what I was thinking before. It might be Nia Jax. I was going to say I either her or maybe potentially uh, Mickey James just cause why not? I would say the one that I would choose over anyone else is a uh, Nikki cross. Because I think that they could do something where she just runs wild and everyone for a bit, and then she sees that some people are outside the ring, so she climbs to the top rope, does a crossbody onto all of them, and eliminates herself. That'd be kind of fun. Because that's what Nick does. I don't does. know. If it's not Dana, I think it'll be Carmella, because the dance break is, what, seven seconds? So right after that, she's out. I think she'll run wild with a few super kicks before that. Well, she has to make it to the ring, too. Like, if she comes out there gets into the ring and then does the seven second thing, then yeah, but she could do the dance break on the stage or something, you know? Could, could she could. Who do you guys think is going to last the longest? I'm going Charlotte. 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 Yeah, po- probably Charlotte. I wouldn't be surprised unless, if Becky lunch. Unless Becky's number one, like I was saying, it's Charlotte. What about most eliminations? I'm thinking Charlotte. Whoever's in there the longest. So either Charlotte <laughs> or Becky. Uh, I, if they give Nia a good run in this match, uh, probably her. But if, if if they only give her like five to ten minutes, obviously she's not going to get enough eliminations in that time. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Becky. Anybody think- comes in at the end? Yeah, I think she just cleans storm house. Kind of thing. Just, she just cleans house when she comes in the room. Diesel spot. Yeah. Anybody think Tamina's got a shot? <laughs> Listen, I think she got a shot for being the fastest elimination. I, I, I That's think what she's she got a shot for that. But I, I wouldn't be surprised with knowing Tamina if she was supposed to be the fastest eliminated, but she fucks it up somehow. Knowing her, <laughs> she pulls like a Titus yeah. O'Neil from uh, 2015. Yeah. I mean, if her family's any indication, I'm sure she's going to kill it. Ah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Nah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's funny. That's my. That's my guy. Let's go over to. <laughs> let's go to the thirty-man Royal Rumble around this thing out here. We have twenty of the thirty participants announced already. Really quickly, I'm going to announce them. They are Andrade, Cien Amis, Paulo Cruz, Baron Corbin, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Dean Ambrose, Drew McIntyre, Elias, Jeff Hardy, Jinder Mahal, John Cena, maybe, maybe not, Kofi Kingston. Mustafa Ali, R-Truth at number 30, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, Titus O'Neil, and Xavier Woods. So there are plenty of people on the main roster alone that could fill out those remaining 10 spots. And then we have 
all the people from NXT, all the performance center recruits, all the NXT UK people, all the outside people. We're totally not going to pick who those 10 people are. <laughs> That'll take us forever. Well, EC3 is probably one of them. Can I go with the quick John Cena story quickly, just based on reports? So apparently the reports are suggesting that what was supposed to happen with John Cena is that he was supposed to announce himself into the Royal Rumble match, but then get injured by Lars Sullivan after an attack and take him out of the Royal Rumble because John Cena is filming a movie while the Royal Rumble is going on. So that would be his excuse for not being there. So they've... so. The rumor, I don't know if it's like absolutely true or not, so he could still very well be in the match, but the rumor going around is that the ankle injury is fake and they've just given the excuse that he injured it during training. So he so fans aren't super disappointed that he's not in the rumble match. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting John Cena's not in there, which means nineteen out of the twenty or out of the thirty. I, I lean towards that idea as well. I mean, he might feel bad about it and decide at the last minute that he is going to be in the Rumble match instead. But if he is, if he does have commitments to film a movie at that point, and this was the plan all, all along, then and it was only fucked up because Lars Sullivan can't hold his nerve at this point in time. Then, yeah, it makes sense that he why that would be the reason he's out of it. So piggybacking off that a little bit, I want to just kind of toss out some names because, like I said, we're not going to go through and say, like, the 10 that I think are going to be in here are these people and whatever, but do you guys think Lars Sullivan's going to be in the match? No. I don't think so either. I'm leaning towards no, but I wouldn't be surprised. I assume Drew doesn't need to. Do you guys... Do you guys think that Braun Strowman is going to be in the match? Yes, he's clear to compete, so he should be in the match. I think he should, he will. Yeah. I'm yeah. leaning towards the yes on him, and I think that they're going to do something where somebody's going to eliminate him and start a feud. And I had thought originally that that was going to be Lars Sullivan, but... And you know what? That might be the case, too. That might be the new change of uh, direction or something, but maybe it's just that he continues on and he fights Bobby Lashley. I'm starting to lean more towards that, which full circle back to a previous prediction of months ago of me going, oh, they'll probably do something stupid like Bobby Lashley against Braun Strowman, but I had them swapped. It's baby face and heel. How do you guys feel about having, for instance, say, if you're looking at the roster right now, lots of tag teams aren't involved and somebody like a Bobby Roode is not involved in this card at all. Is there any kind of standout people that aren't involved on the tag team side of things that you think are going to be? Like, is Heath Slater going to be in this, or the Usos, or just, like, tag team-wise? They might throw the one Uso in there just to round out a number, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if Bobby Roode is in there. I think he should be. And maybe, like, a Tyler Breeze, you know? Just because I got to assume they don't have, you know, 19... Major surprises. So, probably guys like that. Well, it'd be eleven at that point. Well, even without John Cena, you're you're missing eleven people. Even that, I'm sure that they don't have eleven major surprises. Maybe not. And and the only tag team guy that I think would potentially be in it is if Miz and McMahon lose. Miz would be in it. Yeah, that's true. They might get Cesaro and Sheamus in there, though. They've done it in the past. How you guys, how you guys feeling about heavy machinery? 
You think they're going to be in it? Well, they were in the one of them was in the Saudi Arabian one, so why not? I don't think I don't think the ring can support the weight, Tony. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no bulldozer coming through. I'm coming. Okay, the <laughs> ring. I think it's, I think it's more likely that Otis just stalks Alexis the ring instead. <laughs> pretty lady. Pretty lady. I'd rule. I'd rule them out, but I'd say EC3 is a guarantee, yeah. and I didn't mean the rhyme there. I think he's yeah. He's uh, I hope he's number three. Actually, now that we're saying that, I'd like that. Bray Wyatt's a guarantee, I right? So. Unfortunately, so I think Ty Dillinger's going to be in it. At number ten, you think he's going to be number, number ten again? 10? Yes. For the third year in a row, that'd be yeah. funny. I'd be, I'd be yeah, okay with it. The ring last year. Look, if he does, if Ty Dillinger does the ten thing again, can we just throw him out? If I can, Curtis Axel throw him out and like claim that he's the Spike Rowe Rumble champion or something like that, and he's gonna <laughs> Axel Mania returns. Yeah. Can we please? And then Hulk Hogan like comes out to the ring with him. Can that just be Hulk? If they did that with Hulk Hogan, I would be happy. I think I think that would be punishment enough for him to have to do that with Curtis Axel. Just like Curtis Axel, your real dad is actually Hulk Hogan, not Mister Perfect. <laughs> now he could be Michael McBalia. What about Dolph Ziggler? I think he'll be in the match. I mean, he's got to do his obligatory ten. Yeah, almost, that's what I was like, going to get to. Uh, I, I don't care. Probably. I don't care. Right now, I'm saying I'm starting no. to think he's not. Right now I'm saying no, but who knows? If he is, he won't have any real effect, so it doesn't really matter. Can I say the least shocking thing in the world? It was for Callum to say he was doesn't really care if <laughs> Dolph Ziggler's in the match. I know it's amazing, right? <laughs> after, yeah, it, after so many years of amazing matches and like storylines and stuff like that, I, this is finally the point where I've lost interest in Dolph Ziggler. Listen, if Ziggler won the Rebel match now, I, I think I would shit myself. That would actually be kind of incredible. You guys think Owens and or Zane? No, I don't think. I don't, I, Owens might be healthy, but I think they're still saving it for him. I don't think Zane's uh, in shape. I, lo- I would love it if both of them were both of them were in the match, but I agree with Kalma. It, it be, I just don't think that they're gonna, I think they're going to save them instead of putting them in the match, which is unfortunate, but it might be the right choice. It'll be a nice surprise, but I'm going with now. Here's somebody I think is a guarantee, Kurt Angle. No. I didn't think of that, but yes, yes, put Kurt Angle in this match. Yeah, probably Kurt Angle. It's just yeah. going to be like nice nostalgia for He's not going to win. Just throw a few people around with some belly to bellies, hit an angle slam, maybe eliminate but, Baron Corbin. But what if he's in? The, what if he's in the final four though? I'd be fine with it. I think he might be. I I I would be fine with it as well. I think he actually will. I think he might be, and I think he might be the guy who eliminates Drew McIntyre. Ooh, interesting. I'm still, th- I'm thinking that there's a Drew McIntyre Kurt Angle match at WrestleMania, and that's the whole reason why they did that, like humiliation angle, humiliation of Angle Angle. Do you think um, they might put both Rusev and Nakamura in the match as well? Yes. Nah, I don't I think, think so. I don't think there's enough room. I think that they're gonna have a couple people from NXT and stuff, and then. That's going to be good enough. Is well, you guys had the U.S. title match on the pre-show, hey, and that's going to hey, be. I've been using Legends as much recently for the Rumble match, right? Not really. That's because they kind of can't. There, there isn't a whole lot of them that really can do it anymore. Yeah. That's all I was thinking. I was like, I, I'm ahead of my like, who? Who is obscure that we could throw in here other than like the Godfather? 
Isaac Yankum. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. Kane could make a showing on this one. You never know. If he's feeling. He he's got a shot. What about the DO double G? Nah. He's behind the scenes. Nah. Nah, I don't think he's going to be I built. Xbox will, though. How do you guys feel about Roman Reigns? Not saying anything until I see it. If I see it, I'm happy. If I don't, I hope he gets better soon. I, I see. The issue is Roman's in the match. Roman wins the match. <laughs> yeah. And I'm... if there's one thing that could ruin the goodwill that he's earned up by <laughs> all of this stuff surrounding him, it's winning the Royal Rumble when they think Seth Rollins is going to win it. <laughs> <laughs> It's unfortunate that it's what? unfortunate that our truth is already known to be coming at thirtieth because it would be the ultimate bitch slap to the whole internet community if Reigns came out. But of that well, hold on that could Let's be the case now. Our truth is not coming in at number thirty. He can't. No way. That's why. That's why I don't think. I mean, going to be the main event because you have our truth as number thirty. No way. If if they're smart, he doesn't come out at number thirty because they will have already killed off both number thirties. And between the two of them, it's our truth as the one who cannot be number 30. And I love that idea of the Tumblr, of him just being like, yeah, well, you know what? I want to make sure that I go in on uh, to WrestleMania. I want the best number I can get, so give me another number, like something like that. That would be great <laughs> if they did something like that. And then that whole Royal Rumble leading up to that point, everybody goes, well, fuck, we don't know who number 30 is. Is it going to be this guy? Is it going to be that guy? Is it going to be... And then I think if they were to have Roman Reigns come out, I think that honestly people would cheer. I think they would cheer because then that would be they, like, they, wow, like you listen, know. Listen, I think it would be an instance where people start cheering at first, and then they realize what they're going to get. It's going to be yes. like when Cena when and like when Cena came out at thirty, people were excited at first, like, oh my god, here's John Cena. We didn't realize he's going to be back as soon. And then like halfway through the the match, you're like, oh shit, Cena's gonna win this. And then you could kind of tell by the end the crowd's kind of turning on him again. That's the but, exact thing, yeah. And, and can I just say I, I'm really scared for when Reigns comes back because if you thought Reigns with leukemia is scary, just wait until he's out without a man. He's gonna he's gonna <laughs> be like he he'll be Brock Lesnar with one fucking spear and Superman punch, okay? It's going to be insane, and it's a little okay. I'd be okay with it. I mean, I would be a two, but then, you know, we're going to get really annoyed with it after he kills a few people with that Superman punch. Because where Lesnar can handle it, other people cannot, because that's the whole point of it being a Superman punch. Well, I'll put it this way. If they have a scenario where Roman Reigns comes back and he wins the Royal Rumble, of course, if he does come back, they need to eliminate Seth Rollins before Roman Reigns comes out. And that way they can piss off, like, say Drew McIntyre is the second, or not the second to last, but Drew McIntyre eliminates Seth Rollins, and they're on, like, number 27 is coming out, or something like that. So that way it gives you a little bit of time to digest it. And then people are like, oh, fuck you, who's going to win now? It's going to be whatever like that. And number 27 comes out, and it's Otis. Samoa Joe, or I don't know, something like that. And then number 28 comes out and it's somebody else, Eric Harper, Eric Harper, Eric Young. 
and number 29 comes out and it's whatever and then number 30 comes out and it's roman reigns then i think people will be like yay roman reigns came back oh my god whatever and then you have him win and then people no. are okay and then you have him beat the shit no, out of brock lesnar at, Royal Tony, at wrestlemania uh, you, you you said something and i think we need to go back to it really fast okay listen if eric Har- if eric rowan and luke harper both entered as at the same number that'd be kind of incredible if they, as eric harper that would be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I would shit myself. Uh, ignore everything. Else. The bludgeon brother. I think the better thing to do would be a situation if Roman is fit and healthy, and we absolutely have no idea that he is fit and healthy to do so. But if he was, it would be at a point where only Rollins and Ambrose are the two men in the ring. Yeah. And then Re- Reigns comes out. Yeah. And, the, and uh, but I have that as Reigns coming out at like number 15 or something like that. And then he goes on for a little while, and he gets eliminated by Dean Ambrose. And that so sets up a WrestleMania match between Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. So here's what scares me about Roman, is there's too many people who are either, I'm going to say it, either too dumb or too cynical, and think that the whole Roman thing is legitimately a work. <laughs> I don't think there's I, that many people that believe You that. would be, I work for WrestleZone, you'd be surprised. How you don't care about your idiot ring shit. Just like you Listen, just because people. just because you surround yourself with those type of people, that doesn't mean that we do. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I think that would be one can of worms. I will say this: while Rollins is an easy pick, I do think this is the year that a surprise entrant takes it. Well, uh, well, 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 the All right. Well, then we're runs. we're talking. We're talking surprise entrance, so, you know, let's kind of keep that going a little bit. We went through the Raw and basically the SmackDown side of things, because the SmackDown side of things is only, like, tag team people, and, like, nobody's going to be like, Sankara is the one that, you know, fuck that. But there's NXT. Uh, We've got a lot of people that could possibly pop up. Aleister Black could. Velveteen Dream very much could. Aleister Black. (laughs) Uh, For all we know, Kona Reeves is going to get in the fucking spot in the match. Adam Cole, I don't think is going to because he was in there last year, but he's a possibility for sure because they know he's popular. You guys, you got, I already brought him up, but you guys see anybody in particular? I'm thinking the two people that stand out to me the most, maybe the three. Third being Aleister Black, but my top two are Velveteen Dream and Ricochet. I see all three. With Ricochet being the one definite, I would say. But I see all three as a possibility. I wish that... Is this a 30th Rumble, or was that like... No, that was a couple years ago. Okay, listen. Can I just say, I think they're missing an opportunity here. They could easily do a 40 or 45-man Rumble, and I wouldn't complain. You have 15 for each Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, and 205 Live combined. I'm just saying, they could do that, and I wouldn't complain. I don't think people should if they did that. My my main choice is if they were going to do like NXT related people, and I'm incorporating NXT UK into this as well. I know that's like a slightly separate one, but I'd say you're looking at Pete Dunne, and yeah, if you count NXT UK, I think Pete Dunne's in there too. I'd say Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and yeah, Ricochet and Velveteen Dream. They'd probably be the three that I'd go. I don't think you go any further than that. I think Ricochet either takes over the Kofi spot or. Is a part of the Kofi spot. I think, Kofi. no, I think they do something where Kofi does his spot and then Ricochet's in the match while Kofi's in the match. Ricochet does an even better spot 
and Kofi just says, "Okay, I'm retiring." Just like put his hand and says, "Okay, I'm retiring." Or they they did tease that there's something going on with this Kofi yeah. thing. Or they could do something like where they've got a huge plan coming up to do it, and then Ricochet is in the match and does something ready, and then they decide not to do it. It's like, okay, we're done. Or they could do something where Kofi doesn't do it, like he tries to save himself and falls and that's the plan is something slightly different where he fails at it and then people are all like oh fuck we didn't get that spot and then ricochet does something and then it's like oh okay now ricochet's the new guy or you know they have Big E do it <laughs> oh man i would okay do that instead fuck it Big E has the size have biggie slide on a giant pancake or something i don't know but like <laughs> what about um, again, I know we've been talking about NXT, but in two or five live terms, like Cedric Alexander has a, a shot, surely. There must be some reason why he's not in the Cruiserweight title match. I think it's the World uh, Worlds Collide thing. Potentially. I could see a scenario where Cedric goes over to NXT out of this. And I think that that's how they do it. All right. Well, uh, in agreement that Mars Wang is going to be in this. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Anyone with Wang should just be imagine that. Well. Imagine it being like, you know, like our truth gets rid of the number thirty spot, and we're building up this whole idea of like, oh man, is it going to be Shawn Michaels? Is it going to be you know Triple H? Is it going to be Batista? And then it's like number thirty comes out, and it's Mars Wang. Mars Wang. <laughs> and this is like his music's just kind of like, burp, damp, burp, or something like you know, where people are like. Put what? your wangs in the air. That's um. That'd be that's what I do. But that's like that's only the people on the on WWE payroll as of right now. Odds on Kenny Omega. Zero. There's no chance Kenny Omega's in this match, and it's no, gonna, he's not going to be. It's going to disappoint a lot of people. Even if mm-hmm. even. Even if John Cena posts a picture on Instagram about it, you don't think he's going to show up? I think he's still under contract. There's no chance. Uh, I'm just saying. He posts a picture, it changes the world. He's under contract until the 28th, as far as I'm aware. That's so. I tell you what, though. If they imagine the pop that would happen if we get like AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan goes down with either of them winning... And then Kenny Omega suddenly pops up in the Royal Rumble wins and challenges either Look, of them. The funniest thing that they could do, honestly, is if Kenny Omega debuted, they just focus in on like John Cena or someone in the ring, like they did with Roman Reigns and AJ Styles. Yeah, <laughs> just make it as it's they know what they do. because it's oh, fuck you, you idiot, motherfucker. They combine the efforts. It's like number thirty's coming out. You hear Kenny Omega's theme playing, and then they cut to ringside, and they say, "Oh, ringside from NXT is Mars Wayne." <laughs> oh yeah, Kenny, Kenny Omega comes out, and it's just a shot of the back of Jinder Mahal's head or something. Well, the thing with that AJ Roman spot—if they would have shown the Titan Tron, people would have gotten it with the "I am." Yeah, but like, just showing Roman's face was the greatest thing. <laughs> like, oh. Who's, who's this? I've never heard this music. <laughs> I am. And I'm surprised. Oh, it's I am. I'm surprised people didn't get it on that. They needed to see Phenomenal to be like, oh, okay. okay but no, was, zero odds on Kenny Omega. Can we, can we also 
So The Rock's not going to be in this match either. So don't get your hopes up that nope. The going to be in. I thought for a not while happening. that he would. But I'm going with no. So let's, uh, before we get into who our picks are for the winner of the whole thing, let's kind of do what we did before with the other one. Uh, do you guys have a final four in mind? Uh, on... Actually, let's save yeah. it. Let's save that for the other thing. Uh, let's go with who do you think is going to last the longest? Seth Rollins. Mm. Seth Rollins is the easy pick that, because you could say that every year about him, because I feel like he's done it like three times now. What? Uh,. I'm gonna go with Samojo. Start early. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Dean. Um, Tony. I had originally. I'm looking on my list right now. I had originally had Finn Balor before he got into the title match. So, you know what? I'm gonna. Hmm. I'm gonna go with an odd choice here. I. I think that maybe they would end up giving that to Bobby Lashley. Maybe he comes in at like number eight or so and lasts the longest and I'm, lasts until close I'm to the end. Randy Orton, actually. Randy Orton's not a bad guess either. That might, would you be willing to work I don't know. Well? That's tough. <laughs> That's true. Number 22 or something like that, maybe instead. Randy sleeping. <laughs> Who has the shortest time? I'm thinking Titus. You get Bobby twice, Lashley. It's twice is such an easy one. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley gets eliminated by Elias. Like, he's in there, and it's like, wait, wait, wait. He's got a pose. And then Elias just either hits him with a guitar and throws him out or just throws him out. I think that's more of a Leo Rush thing than a Bobby Lashley thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to huh. play off something that Tony proposed earlier. I'm going to go Kofi. That he like tries to save himself. I'm and just saying that like, he's doesn't. immediately eliminated. Like he so, like there, there is no Kofi spot because he gets in the ring and he's right out. Yeah, I like it. Somebody like McIntyre does it, so everybody is really pissed you know, at him. It'd be interesting if they did this. If like he attempted to do the spot, but let's just say that they, it was the whole bit was for him to just fuck it up and was unable to save himself. I think they could. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm thinking there because he they specifically called attention to him saying I don't know if I have an idea this year then being like oh no I do have an idea which by the way that Tony Chimmel thing with uh Big E going do you see Edge here oh, I fucking love that uh wait did we all pick for uh, uh, shortest I was gonna say our truth as well but I'm just saying uh I have our truth you guys had Tyus O'Neill and who else Bobby Lashley. I'm still going Kofi. Well, well yeah, it's not a good day for uh, black people. Look, no, I, that, that was what I was about to say. I was about to, that, that's what I was about to say. Like, look, I'm not saying that we are... Uh, WWE does this to them, okay? We don't do it to them, okay? Come on, guys. Well, if my other pick was Leo Rush, then we're still on the same train. No, I think what Titus O'Neil's going to do is they're going to pretend to do something with the slide, and he's going to come in and be all happy that he was able to come in and then get tossed out. Like, it'll be like, you know, oh, look at that, I didn't fall, and then, like, make an ass of myself, and whoop, oh, it's not right, just eliminated me, god damn it. damn it. Yeah, I think that that's how they're gonna do that, because he's had now two different spots where it's been, like, your joke at the Royal Rumble, you know? Uh, we did who lasts the longest, we did who's the shortest, who gets the most eliminations, I'm thinking Drew McIntyre. 
Strowman's in the match for some reason. I think it's him. But yeah, uh, Strowman. Otherwise, I'd say Samoa Joe. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Strowman. I'm gonna go with McIntyre. Now let's go to our final four because this is gonna tie into our potential winners because obviously they have to be in the final four or else, you know, then we're in 1997 again. And they kind of don't act like that's the case because they forget about fake diesel and all that. Um, my final four I have down right now, and I I don't feel confident about it pretty much at all. But I'm thinking you've got Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, and Rey Mysterio. And then I'm going Seth Rollins wins. And they just cut right to the taste. Seth Rollins challenges Brock Lesnar, and that's what it if, is. If Strowman's in the match, I don't think Seth Rollins is going to be in the final four because my final four is going to be Seth Rollins, McIntyre, and then Orton and Samoa Joe. But if Strowman's in the match, I'm going to go with him in there instead of Seth Rollins. But oh no, Mustafa Ali is going to be my longest lasting. Oh, that's right. Doing that's what I'm going with. 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 Uh, final four. I'm going to go Seth Rollins, obviously. I'm going to go that they keep Braun Strowman. I'm going to go Andrade. Okay. Cien Almas. Oh, actually. <laughs> what if that's how they pronounce his name now, just to get it out of the way? They go, Andrade. Actually, I'm going to change Andrade <laughs> to Randy Orton. So... Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, Randy Orton, and Baron Corbin. Because they have such a huge bonus, Baron Corbin, for some reason. So for me, if Strowman's in, then Strowman, Rollins, I, I like Orton. Because my pick is Batista. You think they're doing the super fight, Batista Lesnar? Batista's. I don't know if he's number thirty, but I think he's in this match, and I think he wins it. I'm sure that's not being talked about more right now. Batista. Well, they're not filming Guardians of the Galaxy two, uh, three right now, so he's got the little bit of free time at the very least. So Batista's the second free time winner in Royal Rumble history. That's the only reason I don't. I like love it. Batista. I love Batista's. Like he's a great guy and he's a great wrestler. But fucking hell. <laughs> That's the only reason I don't like it. Or because listen, the only really. person I feel comfortable taking that or tying that record is John Cena. Man, we really, we really like making Evolution the greatest fucking stable of all time on this podcast, don't we? We yeah, asked anyway that Triple H is going to get a second ring. <laughs> I had thought that the Batista thing was an option, but the more time that's passed by, the more I think that they might still actually do Triple H. I think he might be okay. Or at that point, the Triple H injury was the only option. It was only going to be Triple H Batista, and they they just called the whole thing off. And Batista's like, "Fuck it, I'll just not do anything. I'll do it next year or something." You know. I would. Oh, go ahead. I, I, well, I'm going and Seth is the winner as well. I think it just makes it seems to be the way direction they're going at the moment. I'm a little nervous about the Braun Strowman thing because they've gone out of their way to make sure that people know that Strowman and Lesnar is still potentially a thing, and I don't want to see that at WrestleMania. I just do not. No, I've I've lost like Braun Strowman's. I don't say he's nothing to me or anything on those lines, but his momentum has slowed to a crawl at this point. 
mm-hmm. and I just it, it's gotten to a point where I just don't want him in the. I, mean, I, I can't. I, well, it's even worse than that. I kind of just want him in the battle royal. Yeah, I agree. No, that's where I want him. That's how bad they've done. I, I want him at least fighting for the Intercontinental Championship. Nah. Look, no, we can uh, make it. Can we bring Nicholas out of retirement? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if we're going to bring anyone else out of retirement for this match, I'm just saying Ric Flair could win and then every member of Evolution could have won the Royal Rumble twice. Yeah, that would be the, the case. Cause they, and the, theme, and the wow. theme song for WrestleMania is the Ric Flair drip. And then we <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And then Ric Flair comes back next year and he wins it for the third time. <laughs> because <laughs> Ric Flair and Charlotte Flair are the first father-daughter pair to win it at the same year. Yeah. You know, listen, <laughs> if Ric Flair, if this was 15 years ago, they would totally do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate he's 69 years old now. Or about to be 70. He's about to be 70 years old. Holy shit. <laughs> he's old. Well. So this is a, a, a tough situation because we are going into these matches where if you think about the way that we've done, been doing these predictions, there doesn't seem to be 100% a guarantee for the 30 man, the 30 woman. We're, of course, all leaning towards Charlotte, but maybe Becky Lynch mins. Maybe they both win, whatever. We still don't know about Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. We still don't know about the Cruiserweight Championship match. We still don't know about the SmackDown tag titles. This is actually going to be one of those events where it's like, fuck, we need to pay attention to this. And it's got major, major lasting repercussions, not just for WrestleMania, but for the Superstar Shakeup, and then for SmackDown switching over to Fox. WrestleMania next year, this is going to be one of the most pivotal events that we've got going on. Unless they decide that they don't give a shit and that they'll just fix it all on Fastlane and then they fuck it all up, you know. One but. thing I'll say is I want the Royal Rumble winner to matter this year because the last couple of years with Randy and Nakamura, it's been like a cool moment, but then their match itself at Mania is almost an afterthought. And I really want that to change this year. Yeah, I think that's I think that's like a sentiment that we can all kind of get on board with. The Royal Rumble winner hasn't won enough, hasn't won the title enough times in recent years. Because you, to... even if they go with Drew, like that's not going to be. Yeah, a, a yeah Drew. Yeah, Drew White <laughs> enters number four. Yeah, I'd love to know what your theme music would be. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be long, one long. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with a bunch of pyro do, oh yeah do you not do you not know what mike uh, no offense the the ricky the torpedo thing would be my gimmick for everything oh yeah forever. sure yeah of course yeah. ricky marinara right yeah ricky marinara he's a torpedo so it'd be that song except it'd be the dubstep version ah what a mess <laughs> so what if ricky the torpedo marinara comes out at 30 that'd be kind of incredible I mean, I'll pop. I'd mark yeah, out because, you know. <laughs> I'd kill myself too. Wait, well, of course. I'm pretty sure paid him a claim copyright. Yep, I'm going with Rollins. I think that they're just going to keep that as simple as possible. And that's why I think that that match should be the last one because if they give them that whole, like, Charlotte Flair thing, people are going to be pissed. But if you give them Seth Rollins, they'll be happy. I want it to be Rollins. Uh, a part of me really wants it to be Samoa Joe, though. But I'm going to go with Rollins. 
I'd love it if Samoa Joe won that. He deserves to get something at the very I, least. Listen, it, it would be a shame if for the thousandth time we had AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe because I don't think they'd be able to do that with both him and Dana Bryan as heels or whatever you want to call Dana Bryan or the the new da- Dana Bryan. But I I would, I would love it if Samoa Joe wins because they he's kind of been useless in WWE and I want him to have something. And I think at this point he deserves it. So he'd be my second for who I'd want to win. All right, everybody. Well, that is our breakdown of our predictions for the 2019 Royal Rumble event. Make sure you stay tuned to the live coverage that'll be happening on SmartCatMoment.com, the live chat that'll be on the Mega Maniacs for the pay-per-view, and the post-show that'll be following this event, as well as all the other things that are coming your way from the SmartCat Moment Smack Talk side of things. Next week, we're going to be doing the mailbag, so send in those questions if you haven't done that already. And make sure that you are subscribed on the YouTube channel with the little bell checked off for the notifications to be aware of when these videos get posted. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SmartOutMoment. Check out the Redbubble and Public shops for the merchandise side of things. If you want to toss a buck our way or 50 bucks or $17,000 or whatever the hell else you want to do, do that on the Patreon or the PayPal button at the bottom of SmartOutMoment.com. There is also... Plenty of stuff happening elsewhere. E-Wrestling News, Bleacher Report, FanboysAnonymous.com, the weekly articles in SmartCat Moment, any other kind of things that pop up on there. Like Every so often, I've been doing these small package things, so if some kind of idea pops in my mind, I'll just be like, hey, so uh, whatever happened to the you know purple ropes on 205 Live and put something up about that. Just follow me all over the place, and you will follow all the other happenings that are on all the other A Mango Tree branches. Follow what these guys have going on as well. Drew? Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine. That's Joseph White. It's like that on Instagram as well. You go to Mick Frickin' Duncan on YouTube. Eventually, I'll be posting some hearts of... <laughs> Four years later. <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta, you gotta let me finish, Tony. I got, I'll be posting some hearts of Iron 4 gameplay, if anyone's interested in that at some point. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, it'll be a new game next week, guys, so don't worry. Rob, Callum? Callum, go ahead. Sure. I was just like stunned that Drew plays a strategy game like half. <laughs> that just, yeah, that's blew for a loop for a second. Uh, I'll just say on did Twitter. Did that blow your mind or something? Yeah, yeah, it did, yeah. So just need to recover for a second. But uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Weekmeister14. Check out the power rankings and all the other weekly articles. They'll be coming uh, either tomorrow or Friday. So stay tuned for that to go live. And keep your eyes on the channel for a new project that I will hopefully be introducing before the end of the month. And for me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at DudeFelice. Keep an eye on eWrestling News and WrestleZone.com for your daily wrestling news needs. I am doing the Fast Food Royal Rumble this Sunday as part of the WrestleZone Daily, which you can find on WrestleZone.com. It's 30 fast food mascots battling for the right to be called the greatest fast food mascot. That's and it's, I was it's hoping a, you were eating 30 different fast food items. Well, uh, yes. <laughs> like every 90 seconds you have to eat like a taco or you have to eat a, a chicken sandwich. Let me tell you. But this is a yumble in your tumble and it'll be going down right before the Royal Rumble. And that's too many rhymes for me. Uh, Triple Threat coming later this week. And yeah, that's it.
All right, everybody. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for listening and the likes and the shares and the favorites and the follows and all the other things that are, you are doing for uh, helping us out here. We will see you when we see you during the post show for NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Adios, everybody. This has been another Smart Out moment, and we're being counted out. Thank <laughs> you.